I've learned to slam on the brake. Hello and welcome to Who Does a Podcast. I'm your host this week, Headphone Joe, and I'm here with This is Kyle. And Yumio. All we see is sky for forever. We let the world pass by for forever. Feels like we could go on. And this is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the soundtrack of some of your and our favorite films. This is episode 30. Dang it. This is episode 43, and we're covering Dear Evan Hansen. And who would have thought we have a special guest here to do this mm. with us? Give it up for the man who would not have a name or a face if not for the Dan Lebertard show, <laughs> Jeremy Taché. <laughs> That's Woo! a perfect introduction. Thank you so much for having me. You're right. I would not have a name or a face if not for Dan Lebatard, according it's, to David Sampson. Uh, my, That's a dream I've always had is to be told by David Sampson something negative because he's only been creating negative memories in my life for the last two decades. Oh, so I feel the same. It only, it only makes sense. <laughs> So yeah, uh, um, it's wonderful. It's wonderful to be here. I'm very excited for this. Um, you guys have a really cool product that you're putting out here, and oh. I think it's such an awesome idea. And I'm so grateful to get to be doing this with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Got us acts for the listeners who don't know. How far do you go back with musicals? I heard on the show uh, you and Jess talked about you liking musicals. You were a theater kid. How far back does that love go? Oh, man. So, um, I mean, I can remember doing musical theater all the way back in third grade. Um, I I remember I auditioned for our school musical, which was uh, it was all it was was just a bunch of third graders singing Disney songs. It was called Disney Dazzle. <laughs> and so uh the That's big awesome. the only the only male solo was as Peter Pan singing I Won't Grow Up. Um and so I auditioned for it and I got it and I was so excited. And the only thing that I told um or rather the main thing that came up as an issue was that I told the music teacher who went on to be like my vocal coach for years uh while I was like trying to sing and stuff uh that I wouldn't wear tights like I was in third grade <laughs> and I I wasn't I wasn't about to get bullied for wearing tights um and so think about those things yeah so I was wearing um black pants but a nice little Peter Pan costume and really just went on from there like all in elementary school um I'm about to have a fine <clears throat> all in elementary <laughs> school uh two dollars all, all in elementary school I uh I I did musicals and then uh, in middle school, a little bit here and there. Um, you put out a, did, uh, some songs for your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I did put Whoa. out. So, yeah, my oh god, that's so <laughs> originals or covers? No, so it was covers. Um, oh god, that's so embarrassing. I can't believe I told people <laughs> oh, that. Joe. No, this is so bad. So I, I'll I'll repeat the story here for those who don't know the lore uh, from Mystery Crate several several months ago, but. Um, in seventh grade for my bar mitzvah, uh, one of the gifts from my parents was a little bit of time in like a recording studio. And so I recorded a few songs and one of the giveaways in my bar mitzvah was like a mixtape that had like all of my favorite songs on them. And then also sporadically like 
a little prepubescent 12 year old singing come together by the Beatles and waiting on the world to change by John Mayer. And Whoa. like, yeah, dude, it's as, it's as bad as you think it is. Um, that's and amazing. So, no, I yeah, think it's amazing. It, it, well, and so it was super fun. And so, yeah, music just stayed a part of my life. Like I did some musicals in, in, in middle school and then, um, I was forced to pick in high school between baseball or musical theater, uh, chose baseball, uh, went with that for a few years until one of my friends wrote me back in. She had a duet to do with the the district competition uh, when we were juniors. And this guy bailed on her last second. And she was Ooh. like, hey, I, mm. I, need, I need someone to do this with me. I know you can sing after districts. Don't even worry about it. You never have to do this again. And then it like just completely reignited my love for it. We had the best time doing that. And then I was uh, in Legally Blonde, the musical as a senior in high school. Uh, and it was super, super fun. And yeah, I just I've I've uh, no matter how much I have tried to uh, quell it. I love musicals. I well, really I do. Quell it. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, at times, man, you know, I was just trying to, I, I was trying to act like I was cooler than that and only liked like indie rock music. And then let's be <laughs> yeah. real, man. I listen every time my wife and I go on a road trip, we listen to like two hours of Glee covers because we just, we love it. <laughs> we really do. We really do. I'm literally wearing right now. I'm wearing a shirt, uh, from a very Potter musical, which is a, Musical oh, wow. that oh. a musical that Darren Chris wrote in college. He's one of the guys from Glee, and I know oh, we're getting real deep into it. Like I'm, I'm showing in off the minutia. everything immediately <laughs> in the minutia. But yeah, he wrote this musical uh, when he was in college, and they had this thing called Star Kid, and it became this whole big deal. And so my wife and I just saw him put on a Christmas concert recently and they were selling these shirts and I went, all right, I'll buy this. It's weird. And so here we are. I figured where better to wear it than on this musical podcast. So, I mean, I guess, perfect I guess I have a question Ooh. and I'm jumping the gun. now. Do you ever Classic. listen to your own music while huh. you're in the car? So never, uh, there was a stretch, there was a stretch where, cause I did like, I ended up doing, um, the like, Hey, I'm 16 and can play the keyboard. So I'm a singer songwriter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did, mm -hmm. I did that thing for a little while. Um, and when I was in college, I like played like at coffee shops and stuff like that where I would play some songs and I, I even wrote some stuff. Um, I don't know how much of it is still out there because I tried to take some of it down. Uh, mm. But there's some. What? Like you can find it. Oh, um, I can. Oh, we found there might even and I did. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Me on cue. When me and I was not told this. When me and Rick got on, he was like, uh, "Let me Google him real fast to see anything." And then like he had tracks, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. And on title, there's a single. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's good. And it sounds I, good. And I like the single. So I was like, <laughs> Good. You listen to your music. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, I I haven't I haven't in a long time. Obviously, like there was a stretch when I was like writing all of it that I was like, yeah, I got to listen to it all the time and get in the studio yeah. and try to make it good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I like I love music. Music is outside of sports. It's my biggest passion. Um, there's nothing I love more than like a live concert or going to a musical or um, honestly just listening to music at any given time. It's like. During the during the pandemic at like the height of it, when we were all in isolation, um, my like biggest saving grace was going for hour or two hour long walks and just listening mm. to albums. So I would like 
I, I was I was picking artists and then just listen, listening to their entire discography chronologically. Oh, so like I, mm. I did it with the Beatles, which was an insane undertaking, and that took like weeks. <laughs> but well, it was I don't know if you know, they just dropped a new single. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't you, you worry. Walk to go on. Don't you worry. I know. Uh and so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it, it, that honestly was one of the few t- things at that time, like bringing me a lot of joy was just going and listening and discovering new music and also like listening back to old music with a new appreciation. Like I did it with the Beatles. I did it with Outkast. I did it with the Beach Boys. I did it with, with, uh, Green Day. Like there were all sorts of different random ar- artists that I was like, oh, I know their discography and then really got to discover it in a new way. Um, so yeah, music is a, is a big passion, which is why I was so excited when you guys asked me, uh, to do this. And we were excited. Yeah, to I mean, have. We were excited to have you. Sorry, Kyle. I mean, ahead. you bring up the pandemic and musicals. I mean, I don't know how much you know about this show, but that's how this show started was when Hamilton dropped on Disney plus. I didn't know and, that. Uh, and that's amazing. Yeah. So Joe and I, uh, were on another podcast. And we were just kind of talking about it too much on the other podcast, <laughs> so about Hamilton. So we decided to create a Hamilton podcast, and now we just do other movie musicals. How cool is that? Well, it was an amazing choice by you guys, and I mean, that's another I one agree. of those shows that <laughs> that that I mean, I fell in love with. Like my um, yeah. the musical that I would say I've I've actually probably listened to the most front to back soundtrack wise is In the Heights. Um, which is just spectacular (laughs) yeah like just spectacular and it was because going into my senior year when I was like oh I'm gonna be a part of the musical theater program again we were supposed to do in the heights and I was all I was so pumped and then our teacher like over promised under delivered couldn't get the rights to it and so legally blonde the musical it was uh, which was a major 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 downgrade Uh, (laughs) but I, that entire summer, like all I did was listen to that soundtrack. And so, cause I was like, Oh, I want to learn everything and I want to be able to get any part that I want, whatever, whatever, whatever. And so in turn, like I've listened to that over and over again. So when Hamilton came out, I was that like, you know, hipster, like you guys don't even know. When the oh, the yeah. guy. come on. You don't even know. In the Heights is even better than yeah, Hamilton. Is. Old, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a great way to get into it. And I mean, yeah, I mean, when that dropped on Disney plus, that was like, that was incredible. It was one of the coolest things I've ever yeah. watched. We did an episode for every song. So if you're interested, oh, I am interested. I'm going to go back. back. <laughs> you can go back. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am interested. There. Yeah. It's all in the feed. That's awesome. I will go back and listen. That sounds amazing. Fantastic. I can't I can't say mm. speak for my audio on some of those episodes. It was a troubling time. We were figuring things out. Look, everybody <laughs> was, man. Everybody <laughs> was figuring it out. I can speak to all my comments. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> can't speak yeah. for all his comments yeah, a lot of questionable great. comments I don't, uh, I don't uh, but back any of them yeah. now with all that knowledge that everybody has uh, we're talking about Dear Evan Hansen today this is what we have gathered to discuss the 2021 film that came out right after the pandemic I'd say probably poorly advertised to people um, mm-hmm. really didn't have any understanding what this was going into it directed by Stephen Chibitsky. I'm terrible with names. I'm just going to say that up top. Uh, Chibosky? Chibosky. He's way better with names. It's so annoying. Sure. Uh, screenplay by Stephen Steve, Levinson, based on the stage play uh, written by Stephen Len- Levinson and Benji Paschke and Justin Paul, uh, starring Ben Platt, Benjamin Platt, who, if those remember, we did Theater Camp. Ben Platt also. Oh, you did. And that did this. Um, yeah, him, Caitlin Devers. Amandala 
Stenberg. Yeah, it's a um, mandala. Ah, mandala. Nailed it. A Amy mandala. Adams, Julianne Moore. Uh, good cast. Really good cast. Really solid film. Um, Jeremy, I'm going to go to you first. What were your thoughts on this movie? So I'll I'll do this in sort of a two-pronged way. The first prong is that I knew a little bit about the musical going in. Um, I had listened to the soundtrack. I think Pasek and Paul, like the the guys who wrote the music for it, are Pasek. geniuses. They're so good. Um, and I've listened to the soundtrack quite a few times. And so because I had heard such the great Broadway thing, one, or? yeah, the Broadway one. I apologize. Okay. The, bro- the Broadway sure. musical soundtrack I had listened to a whole bunch of times before ever coming upon the movie, um, mm-hmm. and I had and I had desperately wanted to see the show um, because I had heard such great things about it. And this was right around the same time as Hamilton was like taking over Broadway. So really, it was like. Right at the same time, there were a lot of people seeing each of these musicals. And so yeah, in turn, it debuted on Broadway December 2016. And I yeah. think it won Best Play or whatever at the Tonys the year after Hamilton. Right. And oh. so it was it was spectacular. And like I had heard all of these things and I was like, oh, the guy f- who was in Pitch Perfect, Benjamin Platt. Like I didn't know anything <laughs> about him. Um, later discovering like he's got this ridiculous voice and he's so talented um, and so all I had heard about the movie version in comparison, and this is before we get to the serious comments, was like Ben looks way too old and his hair looks like a bad wig and that <laughs> ruins the whole movie. And I was like, no, it can't. And it didn't like it obviously didn't. Um, but the musical I had heard was was so great. And so going into the movie, I had sort of temperate expectations like I there was no way that, that it could you know live up to that and everybody had said all of these things about the wig and whatever else and so uh I was I was blown away like I thought it was great um I think that the music in this is really what makes it um it's obviously a very like very hard to watch story um where yeah I meant to trigger I think, warning at the top yeah, I mean this this character is so um is so tragic. Um and really all of the characters in their own way are are very tragic. Um and you're just getting kind of one perspective of this really horrible story and to think that you know it it stems around um you know it stems around suicide. Um, but then you've got all of these characters going through their own ups and downs with their own mental health. Um, but I thought that, that the way that the story sort of ties together, um, what can be uplifting about kind of the society that we're in, like showing us a beautiful version of how social media can work in a great way. And then also showing us like some of the major detriments that come from it within the social circumstances of high school or, you know, just general society in the way, and I'm sure we'll get into some of the plot, but like, um, you know, in the way that, that, um, that Connor's parents are treated toward the end when the letter comes out, like there's, there's all sorts of stuff about like the way we all react within, um, the public and private lives. And I just thought that that was really well weaved. Um, and of course the, the music was great. There were a lot of really awesome performances in this, I thought both vocally and as acting. So I really enjoyed it as difficult as it was to watch. Um, I guess that would sort of be my general takeaway. All right. Kyle, had you seen this before? Had you heard it before? And what were your thoughts? 
I had neither heard the soundtrack nor seen the movie before this. Um, I had known this was sort of an infamous, infamous movie, as Jeremy was kind of alluding to with uh, the Ben Platt casting mostly. Uh, and he was the the guy on Broadway that, yeah, that made the show famous. Right, so he originated I understand. It. Yeah, so I understand why they would cast him. Um, but I did know the general plot. I know Joe and Rick said they were going in cold. I kind of knew about like the letter and the other kid kills himself and he's trying to pretend to be his friend after the fact like i knew all that part <laughs> um jeremy uh i'm glad you liked it <laughs> i did not like this yeah movie. fair wow. uh almost at all um Kyle's usually I, our like i get glasses uh member so excuse me I said, you're usually Ro- rose-colored rose-colored glasses. Well, the last time like we had a Jesus guest. Jesus Christ Superstar. I'm like, yeah, the last I know, right? time we had a guest <laughs> was for Jesus Christ Superstar, the 1970s three, I think, movie. Yeah. And I knew the guests liked the play, so I was kind of hedging my bets. I was like, yeah, the movie's good. But I did like the movie. But for this one, um, I don't know if it treated the subject matter like correctly. And I don't mm. want Rick to get on me about uh <laughs> his profession that. and all that like before but um i don't know it just didn't seem to have the right weight to it um and i just don't know if this was the subject matter that should have been handled in like a broadway play like i don't know it just didn't it just didn't click for me it just didn't come through to me um like sincerely can i i'm not sure uh sincerely sure. me uh can <laughs> i can i counter or almost agree in some ways i actually felt like part of the reason it came up short and this is going to be a crazy thing to say considering her normal acting status was amy adams um i thought that her performance was just kind of okay and it didn't feel like so so, especially at the beginning the the further it went along the better it got but at the beginning it was so like mom reading lines to teen that mm-hmm. that I felt like it was sort of this almost half-hearted attempt at addressing this very serious topic. And I could totally understand how that came through and maybe then turned you off to the rest of it because it was sort of this like, are we all supposed to be handling this this way? And that's the thing. That is the main also commentary that I heard in the difference between the musical and the movie was that in the musical when it's this sort of intimate environment mm. where it yeah. feels like they're like telling you a secret about this thing that happened as opposed to this big, huge production of a movie with a multi-million dollar cast and crew, um, that that felt much more like, yes, this thing is going viral and there's this big moment, right? But that's like, wow, it's breaking out of this room that we're all in yeah. together learning this intimate story. Whereas yeah. a movie... I felt some of what you're talking about. I enjoyed it simply because I was like, I really like the the music and I think that the the story is fascinating and an interesting way um, to talk about some of these things. But I can, like, even with having liked it, I can totally understand that perspective. All right. Rick. Yeah. Ooh, were were you done, about? Kyle? No, I didn't really have. Oh, I was really we're, we're good at we'll rebuttals on this show. We'll get um, it. Yeah, we will. So you said I went in cold. Yeah. Kyle, I went in frigid, my friend. <laughs> like this winter frigid. Ice. Yes. A block of ice. Because I never even heard of this. Mm. It, it yeah. never existed in well, my it was universe. On our list for 
many, yeah. many months. Even those on the list. I never I, I never read the list. I just wait for you guys to ask what I want to watch next. And you say no. And Fair. I, you I, look I go list. with what you guys say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I started watching it. I'll say this overall, just to continue that conversation before I jump into mine. I think the problem with the movie is we're watching it as adults. Mm -hmm. This was more or less shot for the kids lens, I felt like. So if someone dies in high school or whatever, kids are attention seekers for the most part or someone wants to go out and do the right thing. So they're going to go above and beyond to try to bring the yeah, I thought Homegirl was doing a little too she, much, like, if you her, ask me. Jesus she, Christ. She never even looked like she spoke to the guy. Set up a GoFundMe? Like, what are you like, doing? Well, no one did. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but that's the right. point. That's the point where someone dies at that that age. Alana, I believe. In that group. Mm-hmm. Alana, these are yes. the things they are more likely to do, um, either out of guilt or... Um, Let's just say for the likes or the notoriety, just for anything. And I think it was shot for them, like from that lens. So I didn't watch it as an adult because as an adult, yes, that dynamic between Ben and Amy, it was the weakest part of the whole movie whenever they were together. Um, He just seemed too old <laughs> to be a high schooler. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the part that's fair. Right. Of, because everyone else looked like they could pass for high school, but him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I it just made this. it stick I, out I so much this. more. I I thought he was fine as a high schooler, aside from when he was with his mom. To yeah. me, when him and Julianne Moore were in a room together, I was like, this feels off. Mm-hmm. And I'm, off as in he's too old. Yeah, to I was like, for son. some <laughs> reason, they, like That's them so together, funny. he felt, he felt like not on her level but like he didn't feel her less brother. than her he didn't feel like she was the mom figure whereas when he was with Amy Adams I was like he feels subservient to her in a way so I gotta say this I mean he's I 30 he's 30 now he's 30 now so he was like so 27 he's like 28 maybe when they filmed this like he was like 26 27 I did the math yeah because they yeah. filmed it in Which 2020. still seems younger than he looks. <laughs> yeah, I think I think part of it, uh, it's a shame. So did any of you guys see the movie, uh, the recent movie, No Hard Feelings, the Jennifer Lawrence yes. movie? So the, yeah. the, kid, the kid in that uh, is the one who should have been cast because he ended up replacing Ben Platt on Broadway. Oh, really? And yeah, that so would have been perfect. Everybody, he looks like a high school Everybody well, wanted him to be cast. The first person that replaced Ben Platt, I believe, was Noah Galvin. Yeah, yeah. He ended up, my apologies, okay. but he ended right. up becoming one of the that's replacements. I, okay. That's a great point. Andrew uh, Barth Feldman, we're yes, speaking. Yes, Andrew Barth Feldman. And he's great. Like, he would have been awesome. Um, on the same token, I also felt, despite the fact that the casting age was weird, I was like, he's still by far giving the best performance he's, of anybody in this friggin' musical. Like, he killed it. He killed it, acting it, to and me, singing. He was so believable as a high school. I thought he was in super a lot believable. Of moments. So, yeah, it's just that he didn't look it, and it was he, partially the hair. I wish they would have just let him keep, like, a short haircut. Well, I think I read that he, he grew out his own hair. He lost some weight and grew out Still his a hair. Still a bad idea. I think losing autistic. the weight might have would have affected it more because he looks wrinklier oh. after losing weight maybe 
So it's makeup department. You're, that's possibly. straight shot. At but um, he just felt more like someone. He did a good job of acting. I don't know if the character is supposed to be autistic or not. Um, uh, but uh, social anxiety. But social anxiety. That was another issue I something. had. Um, yeah. But I was loving this movie mm. initially. Oh. <laughs> and then the guy <laughs> died, and it was comical until he started pretending that they were friends. And at that point, well, yeah. I knew something bad's going to happen. Well, oh, of course. I mean, so, come on. I was hoping it never dropped. But when I thought it was going to drop, I had to stop the movie. Oh. I, I had to take a break because I was like, this is going to be oh, boy. bad. Heavy. <laughs> Obviously. There's no way this ends up clean. Uh, so then I took a 30-minute break to regather <laughs> myself. <laughs> to steal yourself for the second like, half. Nothing is ever going to make me feel as bad as I did when I. What's that Adam Sandler movie with um, Crazy Nuts? No, I love that one. It's a wonderful movie. It's not um, Click. No, it's um Brian. You Spanglish? watched it? No, no, no. Where he's like Kevin Garnett's in it. Oh, oh uh, uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Like that movie oh. made me so nervous while watching it. Oh yeah. Oh man, oh, dude. Like I was every A twenty four movie. Uh, but for this one, I just felt really bad. Like this is gonna blow up, especially with the type of character he was playing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how he was gonna react to it, but he reacted well. So at the end of it all, I can say I enjoyed it, based on the lens, based on now. I didn't. Part of me thought it was gonna be like a comedy, and then I, I realized had some comedic elements. Like no, I thought this was like a straight comedy. Where? Uh-huh. And no, no, it had, it had some comedic elements for sure. But then once it got heavy, I was like, I did not sign up for this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> except you quite literally did sign you up. For it. Oh, but I did. Yeah. yeah, you. Uh, you know what? That's why you got to read the list. Got to read the yeah, list. And, uh, <laughs> contribute to. Uh, but then so, you get this. So I like like Rick. I went in frigid, like my toes right now. Um, I went in. I went in guns a blazing, ready for whatever was coming at me, and probably wrong. You know what? Uh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> the second gun craze. I was like, I let the first one go. Like, all right, I, let the I did two. Oh damn! Um, so I went in. Look, we don't know how it happened. I, I was just trying to say that too, but I didn't. I didn't want to step in more. I didn't want to step fair. in. We don't have that. Nah, it's um, fair. So like I went in. I went in thank you. Thank you so much. You're a great friend. <laughs> Uh, I went in cold, um, and first song, I was hooked. I was like, all right, I I know everything I need to know about this character. This is how you start a, a movie with a musical, with the for opening musical number. Everything is laid out. That's and what an opening number should do. Yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. then even the way they directed it, how the girl stood up and she was, go Cougars. I'm like, she's about to be somebody important. Homie that didn't stand up in the bleachers is about to be some somebody important. I'm like, I'm nailing everything. I'm they're like, giving you everything. I'm like, they're they're killed. The director's <laughs> killing this. Pop, I've pop, seen pop, a movie pop, before. Pop. I've seen movies. I've seen the rhythm. I've seen the rhymes. Like, boom, bobsled time. Let's go. So, <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to ask before I get into uh, more of the general thoughts: Have we gone? This is going to be such a random left field. Have I'm we gone so far with the best friend character trying to flip that trope on his head that now flipping the trope is the trope where his his 
best is family mean. friend is the mean kid to uh, him, but it's his only the like angry. I feel like kid, we've yeah. gone yeah. 360 on that, where now that is a trope within itself. It's funny because that kid, I think so. That that same actor mm-hmm. plays that type of character in. Um, oh God, I looked up what the show was. Oh, the oh. Netflix show. Yeah, the Netflix oh. show. Oh, hold Nick on. Nick Dodani. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Do atypical. It. Atypical. atypical. There we Thank go. you. It's the same. And for that matter, you were just speaking as to whether or not this character was neuro- neurodivergent right. in any sort of way. It's Similar the same. It's the same thing, exact yeah. like plot in that respect. Mm, that is weird. Um, and he plays that same type of character where he's like the best friend, but he's also sort of a, a jerk to him, but he's also yeah. really sweet at his core. Yeah, did not and, like that guy. Yeah. I mean, he did not like that guy. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think that's a change in the character for the movie from the musical. Yeah, um, there were a couple of changes, and I think his character had a smaller role in the movie than the musical, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, that character, I think, as despite the, like, joking nature, from what I understand, he wasn't quite as, like, much of a jerk to him mm-hmm. as they made it, where they wanted you to feel like he was even more isolated. Yeah. Um, where I think again, in the, in a stage production, they're trying to give you at least a little bit of a lifeline. <laughs> uh, where in a movie, they don't necessarily have to do it the same way. So it's interesting the ch- the choices that they made that that seemingly were so, different. And it's interesting because it's the same writer for both. Mm-hmm. So he did right Ad- who adapted wrote, their own. Yeah, thing, I was yeah. Like he adapted his own. Uh, work there Ricky you're trying to say something and I was going to say it's interesting because I thought he was going to be the one if anyone to blow up his world mm-hmm. I was wondering time. that really? right. so when oh, oh to knew. blow up his he's world he's the only Sorry. one that knew yeah, I thought you were yeah. saying to the other thing but, no, I was no, like, no he just no. had an Italian <laughs> lover for now the I summer can. like he, he was riding high <laughs> Yeah, so to no. blow up the the lie. Like, of the yeah, I thought he was gonna be the one that was so jealous that he's that gonna come true. out and say mm-hmm. this. But when she did it, nah, man, it, my man, it, it was man, so nothing sounds good on this episode. My man, he 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 rode till the wheels fell off. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, it was so painful to to see she when she did it and after she sang and did all this thing and talked about being a good person. And he nah. begged her. But in the in the thing is, but at the end of the day, I think the thing is. You shouldn't lie because she was going with the truth. She was putting out what she thought was the truth, but in turn, oh, was I lie. understand it. So, yeah, I she didn't blow it. up a spot. I he think eventually no, did. Yeah, Him, well, no, I, I was just saying, right with that lie for so long, it blew up his own spot. It was eventually it, it, gonna blow up in his face, right? Well, and I think that that we've all kind of mentioned part of this, and 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 I think that like Rick, you kind of mentioned it before, where this has so much to do with. This whole show has so much to do with how teenagers react to all of this Correct. stuff, right? And it's, um, I think we can see it in in real life all the time. There are all sorts of real life examples because this stuff happens at that level, right? And so, like, I know my, my younger brother, uh, there was a kid when he was in ninth grade that died by suicide um, that was one of his classmates. And immediately, like, everyone's reaction was to try to, like, join these different clubs that were for mental health awareness and trying to learn more and raise money and, you know, help the parents and all of these things. Right. And so you're dealing with, you know, that character in particular, in particular, the Alana character who is, she is, and, you know, we'll get to it when we talk about some of the lyrics uh, of some of the songs. Cause I, inclu- I, I ultimately, when I learned what the lines were <laughs> uh, in this assignment, I, I included uh, one of the lines from her in one of her songs 
Um, but she was this character who was hiding all of her sadness in the work that she was doing for other people and the way that she was being like a leader and the way that she was being, you know, putting on a smile and trying to bring everybody together all the time. Now, this is this ultimate example where she's someone who's dealing with depression, with anxiety, and now sees someone follow through on, hey, I'm so depressed, I'm so anxious, I'm so whatever it is that I'm going to take my own life. So her reaction is to try to go the polar opposite direction, right, and try to raise all this money and raise all these funds and have this level of transparency that comes with this, I'm going to try to help here because in a way, she's just trying to help herself feel Mm -hmm. better. And so ultimately, when she's tasked with this burden and she sees this like, oh, my God, here's this way for us to finally raise the funds. Yeah. It's it's so multifaceted for her in that, A, there's the success that she needs because she needs this to not feel like a failure because mm-hmm. she says, like, we can't show we can't let all of these other people feel like no one will show up like this yeah. is all for nothing. She's also saying that like for she's herself, speaking to herself, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. speaking Agreed. to herself. This can't be for nothing. This can't be. I can't have done all of this. This guy can't have died. There can't be not enough no people meaning. to reach out and do this yeah. thing. There it's can't a very be no meaning in this thought like there has to be meaning. There, there has, has to, to be, be more. Yeah. And so for her to feel that, then it's also like in this world of social media where she sees the this will have the instant gratification of if I put this right. out there, we're immediately going to get the funds. It's immediately going to come in. This is immediately going to be important while also sort of not thinking about the repercussions, which is a bit of a, a childlike mentality in it. And so I actually felt like that she was the perfect person to be the one to ultimately blow it because her intentions actually came from this really pure place, but all of these outside factors are what ultimately led her to be the one to to you know blow up the spot without even <laughs> really understanding what she was doing because she came at it from this true and pure perspective. So it's like as messed up as the whole thing was and as sad as I was, you know, in the way that it all went down, it's like she was the perfect person because she wasn't trying to do it in the, this manipulative way. Yeah, it wasn't mysterious. She had this pure thought, but also there were the selfish motives of instant but, gratification of I need this to work and I need to feel like there was a real point behind all of it. But yes, from the perspective of this way, mental health matters. I will get back to She matters. Um, Don't worry. Everyone <laughs> else who speaks matters. Um, so... It, it 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 was supposed to be meant like this altruistic act, but it was very selfish at the same time. Oh, certainly. It was very self-serving. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely. But my thing, and, and that's why I think this movie is good. And I, I think the movie is good. I like the movie. Yeah. I think good. the movie yeah. is good Woo. because it, that's how children are. Like, that's mm-hmm. how, like, think about the scene where the kids who were bullying him a week before, because like three days pass in like a scene, uh, then he passes and they take a picture in front of his locker. Like they're going for that instant gratification on social media. Like, yeah, oh, we that scene him. really hit me. But people don't know that these guys may have pushed, helped push him yep. towards that edge. So I think like but, every th- every small thing, like getting high, they got high school right, and that's mm-hmm. the lens it needed to be watched from. It yeah. wasn't watched from the adult. What the hell? I watched it from that. I don't know what you guys do. Yeah, yeah. No, I watch everything from. That. I'm closer to that anime. lens, you know. I'm still so, young. I <laughs> just watched it. I just caught up in One Piece. What do you look? I about? don't disagree. Like on paper, a lot of this works. 
I just don't think the execution was there, and I just don't think it came together for me. I think it was sloppy in parts. I think it was mm-hmm. a, a little long in the tooth in moments as well. Also, it's it's like it was written and performed in 2015, went to Broadway in 2016. It somehow feels so out of date by yeah, 2020. At social media. Like, yeah. There's so many weird like references and like the gluten-free apple pie it's like we're we're not worried about <laughs> gluten-free in 2020 like that's such a 2016 joke it's like but they must have kept it from the play i don't know like there's so many just weird things that just just felt so out of date even though it wasn't that I, I, long i think ago. it's also like, like uh to a degree some of that is a life we don't know like a suburban mom in maryland by the way, how did I know did, it? Did you guys pick it up Are that it was Maryland? Maryland? They, oh, Kyle didn't yeah. pick it up that they were in Maryland. Who I picked got it up? It. Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore Orioles. No, nope, it wasn't in the Baltimore that? Orioles. I knew before that. Rick, did you catch that it was in Maryland? How'd you know? Was it? Was, no, there, was, just, was there was weird just, flags? Somewhere? I was just going mad. There was weird flag when he gets called to the principal office. He really? walks in. Weird flag behind wow. his like, right shoulder. Didn't I was like, see it. Baltimore. That was just a guess. That was my <laughs> joke. And it was actually. I got to get past episode two of Sister to the Wire. That's all it is. Oh. Yeah, that's that's. This should be your motivation. Rick, you're still in the wire. Season it's, two, episode two. It's frustrating me with your slow. But you were like episode thing. six. No, he's I been like that. I was going that fast. He's been stuck on episode two <laughs> yeah. for forever. I've I've lapped him on the wire. Oh, multiple times. <laughs> yes, but um, no. So I liked the movie a lot. I thought Ben Platt was pretty freaking good in this. Um, I thought Caitlin Devers was really good. Um. Like I said earlier, to me, the weakest It is link. just Dever, by the way. Is it Dever? Added an it S, is. sorry. There's a baseball player, I wasn't Rafael gonna. Devers. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Julianne Moore, to me, was kind of the weakest link, but she was also used the least um, in her character. Yeah, that's a tough role. Yeah, yeah. I was like, in her character, her mom, like, the best scene is when... Uh, she shows up to their house like that's oh yeah that's why you get that her rough. there <laughs> that was rough. So, that yeah. was a, that was heavy that passive aggressiveness <laughs> was gonna yeah. die I thought it was gonna blow up right there I thought yeah. it might have I thought it was might have blown up there um, but the Sulu Sula thing I was like oh my Ooh. god I was like kid relax kill <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen have you guys seen Saltburn yet. I have Don't, not. Yeah. You are so uh, in love with that. I movie. have. That movie is uh What? I love it. I love it. I do love it. Yeah. Okay, no, I love it. Oh, movie. you I was talking so, about Jeremy. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, you were talking so. about me. So Oh Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. So so there's a scene in that uh where there's a confrontation and I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a, there's a parental confrontation in that movie as well. Mm. Um, that is incredibly yeah. awkward. <gasps> um, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. That, and so yeah. it's on Amazon so, prime now. So I got to check it out. Dude, you got to watch it. I been on that movie it. is very um, disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In a good way. In a in a, way. It's great. Same uh, but there's a parental sort of thing in that. And I was like, man, to watch <laughs> yeah. two of these parental confrontations that are Supper awkward. Supper is the one where I, I don't know if it's good, but I loved it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, exactly how I felt. I the problem yeah. is something like that tomorrow. <laughs> it's not that so it's not that it's bad. It's just very shocking. I was thinking what I what I watched. What did you see? It's it's almost like they, they want to shock the hell out of you in that mm. movie. And you're going into it with one lens and you're realizing something's not right. And when you mm-hmm. find out what's not right. I'm not going to say anything because you haven't seen it. Yeah, don't. Rick, but Pump the bricks. You're Rick. like, all right, we're ready. 
Yeah. Right. Um, hey, hey, yeah. hey. Joe, watch. Let me let me get the reins back. We're not here to yeah, talk about salt burn All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I think I've covered my bases on the general thoughts. Yeah, we usually overall. get yeah. a lot more thoughts in once we. Yeah, once we get the stuff, rankings so. and everything. Uh, anybody had any fun facts? I called. I saw a couple fun facts. Um, uh, not mainly really. differences. There's there were a lot of songs cut out. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's going to happen a lot because of time and stuff like in that. In a movie, yeah. Um, I talked about the Jared character getting reduced. The Alana character got more play in this movie than she did on stage. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, her song was not in the play. It was written for the Yeah, movie. it was written. That's what I thought. And it was written with uh, Amandala, Amandala Steinberg. That's funny head. because I was I was like, how did I not hear this before? Why is this hitting <laughs> because this way? you didn't, and it's because they, they got to write okay. a new song for the Oscars, baby. They did. It was <laughs> they well. Get it was the nomination. It was beautiful that song. I it thought, was really good. but um, um, the yeah. last two comments I had, one was from ah, uh, I just lost it in my head. I hate when they have oh, the father was changed to the stepfather. Yeah, the stepfather that was interesting. Was, yeah. They changed that. Um, man, I had another one. Oh, I had one. I lost it. Uh, I thought this whole. Well, I will say. I okay, thought this whole movie was a musical. I did not expect any words. Oh, really? I didn't expect any oh, really? spoken talk. I was like, oh, they're gonna sing all the way through this crap. Like, like this is a true musical. And were you happy were when t- they didn't do that? Oh, I was so happy. <laughs> 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 I was so, <laughs> I was so happy. I would like to point out, um, it did not get nominated for best original it song. So, no. Oh, their efforts. Went to that worst. was one of the things mm. I remembered. One of them. Uh, I'm watching the movie, and I think it's a scene where she's she first went up to him at the lunch table. Uh, Alana's character, um, the Alana character, and I'm. Ariel's in the room. She's not really watching the movie, but Ariel's my fiance, uh, Jeremy. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. One. Um, And I'm like, man, where do I know this girl from? I'm like, I don't think I've seen her in things, but I know I've seen her face. And then Ariel Mm -hmm. just looks up and she's like, she did this one. She was in a movie a couple years ago that came out about black people getting shot and i was like the hate you give rick liked that movie i didn't see that movie uh, and then i looked at her and i was like i think that's rue from rue. the hunger games rue. <laughs> yep oh. and she was held but she was like no way that's rue yep. no way and we looked it up boom it was rue i was like yep. wow <laughs> yep it is rue i i'm in the middle of i've so i've never um i've never read the hunger games books mm. uh, i have a whole thing it's a whole reading uh, thing it's a complicated I, long story that'll reader. get a sidetrack yeah, yeah. but uh i'd seen all the movies podcast yeah right <laughs> no, i'd see i'd seen all the movies and so now uh i just saw the the new uh ballad of songbirds and mm. snakes which right. was like you the may prequel. have to do that because yeah. that's dude you basically show the music so good <laughs> the music's so good are there songs oh, there's so many songs kyle yeah there's good songs too yeah um, and so I saw that and I was like, you know what? I want to get so into many the Hunger Games. mystery musicals out there. Yeah. Well, right now, especially. right now it's insane. Yeah. Um, and so anywho, as a result, we went back and, and, 
uh, I'm like now reading the Hunger Games books for the first time and have been watching the mm. the movies after I finished reading the books. And we hmm. we just watched like we just watched the Hunger Games and I yeah. just saw Rue. And so when I saw her pop up on this, I was like, oh, my God, look. I was like the Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> meme. Like, hey, yeah, it was great. It was so, awesome. Since we're all diverging. So um, oh that's a whole different. Are, which book are you on now? Door. Are you on it's book a one? Whole different I'm, no, I'm now different I'm now on Mockingjay. So, I say we're diverging, but I know oh, I read yeah. the Divergent Sorry. series as well. well no, so, I'm, I'm I'm now on Mockingjay, so I just I finished catching fire okay. like just recently. I literally just started Mockingjay. Um, I, I love so, the whole series. Oh, it's so uh, good. I love the book series. Did you enjoy the movie you just watched, The Ballad of Song? Rick, we can't do this. <laughs> I, I, I have to ask. I have to ask. That's how much we have said to do. No shenanigans. I know we have a lot end. to do. All this right, is shenanigans so this is- in the beginning. This is shenanigans. It's one sentence. Uh, I loved the movie. I like really, really okay. enjoyed it. I think things. I think Rachel Zegler is so charming. Um, and I you thought seen West Side that, Story. Oh yeah, of course. Love so, West Side Story. Just making sure. Yeah, it's and she's am, she's amazing. She's so talented. And I thought just that getting her own getting some Aldous Snow, <laughs> Aldous Snow. That's not the right name. Aldous Snow is for getting Sarah Marshall. Getting President Snow. Getting President Snow. That's hilarious. Getting President Snow and his background a little bit. Yeah, getting his background was great. Very. I will say this then. Opinions. You guys should do forgetting Sarah Marshall. Lots of music of that one too. Is there? I will say. I will vampire musicals for Jeremy. Um, that. Well, two. You're gonna enjoy the book more than the movie. You're gonna be happy you watch the movie first. Yep, I can't. I'm very. Excited. I read the book and yeah, yeah. No, that's what I heard. Yeah, that's but, that's yeah. what I heard. So I'm excited. Sorry, to do all Sorry that. we, all right, we yeah, read real thing. books. Now, <laughs> can I ask you a question before we continue? Oh, I'm right. so sorry. Oh, no, right. no, no, no. <laughs> this is the last one. If fair enough, reading... Mockingjay related. No, 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 no. You're reading this like as an actual book. Yeah, an actual book. So is, no, I'm, is listening to audible reading? Don't do this. Well, no, this is complicated. This is complicated. Uh, I will say I feel like it's not. I feel like it's ingesting Perfect. content. I, oh just making sure. But I don't think this that, is but an I, old no, argument. But I, don't, I know. I know. Well, it's, 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 I it's took extended it from everywhere. Levitar. I lifted it from yeah. the Levitar oh, show. No. Oh, okay. I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to know because we've been going and brought it up. But I was like, you know what? That's a great point. No, it is. It's a great point. And look, it is reading in a way like I did some of both of these books through mm. through audiobook only because my wife and I were doing a lot of driving and so it was like I don't want to miss out on there's all these hours that we could be sitting here we both wanted to read it so we were like we can just listen to parts of it together but I felt my feeling was if I listened to the entire like if I listened to more of it than I read then it wouldn't have been reading the book I need at least a 51 percent reading yes. of the book hmm. to feel like I've read the book does that make sense let me let me let me ask you a question and it will move on right after his answer. Yeah, let's do that. Not going to leave any Maybe. windows for anybody else to cut it. I'm going to break that right. window. Rick, shut the let's door. Say, let's say you and your lovely wife in the future have a child. Mm-hmm. And there's a bedtime story going to be read. What do you say you and your child are going to do? We're, we're going we're gonna to read? We're gonna now, the child's not reading. The child's just listening. So it's reading still. Okay. We're going to read to the child. <laughs> read to the child. Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, Number seven, does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? You Nothing that was played during to the, the child. Drop. That was well done. You Nothing <laughs> played during the drop will be heard. The drop yeah, yeah. will be cleared out. Um, That's fine. 
This is editing to be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have eleven tracks here to be ranked. Uh, we're gonna go from eleven to six, and then our sacred is the top five. We're gonna do top five separately. Jeremy we'll as our host. I'll, I'll, hmm. This year. Oh, this year. This is our first episode of the year. I yep, guess. this is our first episode. Uh, Happy New Year. That is true. Happy, Happy New Year. New Year. <laughs> so, Jeremy, a thing we do is if we tie on, if all three of us tie in our top three songs, we have to rewatch something as a unit. Oh, in just one that. of them. So we could all yes. just have the same number two. It could be the same two, the same three, but it has to be yeah. one of the numbers all the same. Um, and we do it online. You're invited to come if you want. Just got to join our Discord. Um, I like that. We'll talk about Discord later. Uh, You'll find out on the year. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say we're gonna have two. We're gonna. Have, I'm gonna set the line at two and a half. I'm gonna go under for this year. Last year we had way too many. Way too many. <laughs> uh, we still got some extra baggage we got to clear up. Actually, um, but yeah, Jeremy, as the guest, do you want to go first with your ranking or do you want to go last? I'll go last. All right. All right, so I'm going to kick it over to Rick. Rick, give us your 11 to 6. So I'll start off by saying this. Oh, boy. There's only one bottom song. Okay. And everything after I that, can agree with that, I enjoy. I agree so, there's a bottom song. Coming in at number 11, Words Fail. Number 10, So Big, So Small. Number nine, waving through wind, waving through a window. Number eight, a little closer. Seven, sincerely me, and six, only us. Can you say eight again? A little closer. A little closer. And then only us. Yeah. I know it's controversial for some of them. I was going to say, man, you made it your mission not to tie this year. <laughs> yeah, all man. three of us looked up at a certain song. Uh, yeah, we all had big eyes. At we all oh, oh, I know exactly which one it was. <laughs> yeah. And I, I tried. I tried. Hey, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We oh. will get there. Kyle. I put this in the wrong spot. Oop. Give me just one second. I want to get it in the right spot, though. Kyle, you're up. Look, I have three. Li- I have four lists to chuckle. That is true. That is true. I'm not used to having four. All right. My number 11, when I said there's only one bottom song, it was not the same one. It's only us. Wow. Number 10, if I could tell her. Now, you may be questioning. (laughs) I did not get to this in my general thoughts. You did not like the love story. Them getting together was the worst part of this movie. It's insane. That was absolutely that was no, wild. It's grief, man. That's, and that's anything related grief. to it, no doubt, I just was no not doubt on board. It's grief, but that was wild. Guess what? Well, I don't. Guess what? The construct of the fine. movie, like he knows what he's done. Like, yes. and he he's knows the, the content of the letter. I know. Yeah, no, but still, that was wild. <laughs> it was I wild, but it made sense. I didn't think it didn't it's make sense, but like horrible. That Ooh, probably has that. happened more times than not in real life. <laughs> yeah, and that's, bro. That's why yeah. all the time. <laughs> that's like a constant. That's yeah, like, all, all the, the time. Wild. Yeah. But my thing is, all right, the big nine. lie is there. So it's like. Oh, look, it's all a lie. You know, yeah, you know this is falling eventually, my guy. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead go. So that's why those two had to be at the bottom. Number nine, words fail. 
Uh, number eight, you will be found. Number seven, sincerely me. And number six, for forever. Man. Mm. All righty. Man, All right. Is, this is I'll go man. now, and then Jeremy will go after. Number 11, the song that I thought was the only one for the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so big, so small. Uh, number 10, Only Us. Number 9, hey, look at that. Look for at that. Forever. Number 8, Requiem. Number 7, You Will Be Found. And number 6, Words fail. Wow. Wow. We're all going to have a different. A lot of head, lot of head shaking. Yeah, a lot of We're head all shaking. gonna have some different stuff here. <laughs> this is this is a great start. Of the year. This, this is crazy. This is how last year started. All right, um, Jeremy. Uh, all right. Um. Huh. Okay. You guys have made me like rethink what I was thinking. No, you Don't have to stick. stick to no, I know. I'm sticking with guns. it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> num- number eleven. Um, a little closer. Despite despite the fact I want to put a caveat to that, it, I thought it was beautiful and it made me cry like in the way that it was all revealed. Mm. It just like there was something it didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the movie and okay. the songs. It just and yeah, that was purposeful. It was purposeful, but it still I was I was like, oh, interesting that they have a song in this that's not sung by anybody in it. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's there. I just want to make that clear. It's beautiful yeah. and whatever. Well, Jeremy, I know. I'll tell I, you something. We 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 say a lot. I know. I, we will. These are all top eleven. Okay. These are all top. 11. I know. Yeah. You're right. covered. I'm sorry. That's all you got to know. <laughs> yeah. They're all top very, eleven. All right. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I will then put uh, number ten. So big, so small. This is funny because I'm literally going backwards. Number nine. Words fail. <laughs> Um, number eight, Requiem. Number seven, the anonymous ones. And number six, if I could tell her. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, so less crossover than usual because this is. A chaotic ranking from all of this us. This is out of um, control. <laughs> yeah, this is insane. Oh, a bunch of us said only us down there. Yeah. Uh, I gave my reasons. Um, yeah, it's because you guys are wrong. <laughs> two mm. of us had. I like the other You song. will be yeah. found, which is one of the bigger ones from this show, from what I know. Yeah. Uh, That's like the big centerpiece. So. Yeah. It's the end of the first act. Yeah. Oh, okay. into, yeah. basically. I mean, it's it's the viral video that everyone yeah. loves, of mm-hmm. course. Um, and then, yeah, not much, not much crossover here, which makes the top five very, very interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremy yeah. was the only one with the anonymous ones at the bottom. The, I want to point out, I, I also chose that like one of my lines was in that. You don't right. reveal where your lines. I come just want to say, it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I, I'm sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert, everybody. But it's not, again, it's not that I don't love it. It just like a little bit. Your saving grace is I love the entire soundtrack. Yeah, I really love it. Yeah, it is. It's it's very difficult for me. Choosing the bottom few was really hard. Like I 
did not like that. I thought, I also, by the way, I thought Julianne Moore killed it. So I'm did very you? surprised by yeah. what you guys thought. Yeah, I didn't love it. So I will. Also, didn't love her singing. I was I was surprised that by that song. It. Well, whatever. I, I it's also fine. think that song wasn't the best tough song. song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a tough song in general. Um, so I, you all gave Three me a look. Three of us did have it in the in the bottom. Yeah. When I said waving through a window, <laughs> we don't have to get. To we it. all yeah. gave a look. No, no, no. I'm just gonna clear the air right now. Rick, Rick, Rick needs to defend. Himself. I'm gonna defend myself, and I'm gonna defend myself <laughs> this way. Okay. When I did my initial ranking. This song was number, I believe, two or three for me. Mm. Yeah. Now remember <laughs> how wild. Let, let me let me preface this. So I listened to I, I did my ranking, then I re-listened to the ranking mm. in order. Huh? And oh. when I re-listened to it in order, it made there were realize. parts of this song that I did not like. I mean, and because Honestly, I can and say because, that for just about every song, there's no, a no, little bit. In I, I hear you, I don't but remember. because I'm ranking it as a as songs, like I try to remove the movie from it altogether. Mm-hmm. Because if I had the movie left in, um, one that I haven't named, um, if I could tell her, that was super creepy. That would have been number ten. Well, it's a beautiful song. When I look Fair. at it from that's the context of the movie. That's why it is number 10. It is number 10. So I just tried to but listen to the songs song. without the context. And all right, I still truly enjoy the song. If I can throw this out, I believe everyone had words fail at least nine or down, right? Aside from uh, yes. me, I had it at mm-hmm. six. Now, if we're taking the movie out of it, like Rick said, I think that song plays way better on the soundtrack than in the movie. Kyle, mm-hmm. this was the Lynn cry for me. Like him crying in the movie, ruined. I was like, I dislike this. It song. became Joe. It became a meme. <laughs> yeah, I, was I don't like, know. If you oh, realize. I don't know that. I was His like, cry face was I a meme. I dislike <laughs> this song. But then when I heard it on the He's soundtrack, good at crying, a lot though, less dude. crying, yeah. a lot less snivelly, all consistent, one flow. I was like, eh, you know. I, get I just it. think that's it's. A, I just it's, so you guys know, that's kind of why he won the Tony, though. Was all that yeah. crying. Mm. I think well on stage I get it if doing it on demand on stage is nuts yeah um but I just think it's this like structurally it's clunky Mm -hmm. like I don't like like it doesn't have a melody it's weird Mm -hmm. I just don't like the song that's that's the same reason I had it as low as I did is it wasn't that it wasn't a great performance of the song it was just the song is just like the structure is off yeah yeah weird so all right now to continue for a little more structure, Rick, give me your top five. Chaos. Number five. Structure. Chaos. The anonymous ones. Number four, you will be found. Number three, if I could tell her. Number two, four forever. And number one, Requiem. Number one, okay. Requiem. All right, Kyle, let's get your top five, buddy. Number five, so big slash so small. Number four, anonymous ones. Number three, I think the song that stands the most on its own outside of the movie a little closer, which is part of why Jeremy had it. I I understand. I completely understand. No, but I also get why you said it because it's a (laughs) really good song. It is a good song. Like the more I listened to the soundtrack, I was like, this is actually good. Yeah, you're right. Um, It's good. 
Uh, number two, waving through a window, been stuck in my head for a week. Mm-hmm. And number one, Rick, we did it again. It's Requiem. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> wow. There we go. Done. We did it again. We did it again. Chaos, chaos, chaos. <laughs> All right. Number five for me, if I could tell her. Number four, a little closer. Number three, I thought this would be higher for the two of you, honestly. The anonymous ones. Um, I had a four. Number <laughs> top five. So, what do you want, dude? <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't even talking about you. I was talking about Jeremy and Rick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't count. Okay, that's fine. Uh, number two for me, sincerely me, and number one, as soon as it came on, waving through a window, it yep. got everything off with a can't bang. argue. Can't argue. Can't so. argue. All right. All right. Can you hear me. Uh, number five for forever. Number four, only us. Number three, you will be found. Number two, sincerely me. Number one, waving through a window. So we and have the same right. top two. Okay. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say um, the irony in that is that, um, do you guys remember the band A Great Big World? They did that song, Say Something. Say I something, yes. I won't give up on you. That one, is remember? Christina Aguilera in that song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Christina Aguilera, it was the whole thing. So they have their album. I like, after that song, I fell in love with them. I thought they were the coolest. They're like, they've got this total musical theater vibe. And they have two songs called Rockstar and Land of Opportunity that I swear to you, are waving through a window and sincerely me. <laughs> like after this, I really? beg you guys to go listen to those. Go listen to waving through a window and then listen to Rockstar and mm-hmm. then go listen to sincerely me and then listen What's to the Land of been? Opportunity, a great big world. It's the first two songs on on their first record. Okay. Um, okay. And I I literally so that record came out before this musical. Mm. And Whoa, what are you when accusing? I heard this musical, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. Whoa. I'm really genuinely, I don't know anybody, anybody, I don't know anything. No, but I, I, the first time that I listened to it, I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is crazy how similar this is. But I mean, Ben Platt's voice is so good. Mm. And then Sincerely Me is so fun and goes so many different places. Yeah. But it's that same sort of vibe to it. And I just absolutely, I love those songs and maybe the nostalgia of loving those songs is what makes me like both of these songs so much and puts them at the top. But well, I really I thought, like, I thought, songs, so I, I thought the fine. top, I, I really genuinely feel like my top five is undebatable. Like, I don't think it's, uh, I think that those five are, are just the debate. five. Be- only, only us, us is a, I, no, you, you I, like, I get it. I get it. I get the context of the musical. And I get oh, trust where. Me, I had, if I could tell her in my top to five, me, that's fine. Right. I think me, that's the better own, love oh, romantic song. I think it's, I think the, if I could tell her is very Billy Joel and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a lot of like fun little oh. folksy stuff in there. That's very Billy that's Joel sounding. Um, but only us, I, I, and maybe again, maybe I'm doing a nostalgia thing, but I remember seeing the performance of Ben Platt and the original, um, like, uh, character who played, um, and now I'm forgetting Zoe. 
and they did like a version of it like in a recording studio and it was teasing this new musical and I listened to the song I was like well this is one of the most beautiful love songs I've ever heard and so now maybe that's why I'm able to take it out of the context of how effing you heard it, it is. a lot before I yeah. heard it a lot before and I was like this is a beautiful love song period like this is a beautiful love song and so when you take it out of the context of exactly how weird the whole social circumstances of it and who's falling I in could. love I think she starts which I get why you like, can't let's not talk about my brother anymore <laughs> well, right right which is that why I it's completely weird. get I right. liked that part yeah, of it I got, like, I I talk about anything else, anything else. <laughs> like, yeah but it's just like man yeah. just oh so oh whatever we'll get into now it. I will say this for that song specifically the reason why it was number six was another one of those two halves one half I love one half I mm. like Fair. her part loved it hmm if if Ben Platt sung the way he did in some of the other songs for his part there versus slightly clumsy um and he sang with like all his pipes that would have been hands down number one song but, that, but that's a purposeful performance it's like oh. that's supposed no, 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 to be perfect but, but it but but in the movie, it's really good. But from a soundtrack strictly performance, I get it. I get you it. You can see because then you listen to him on another song, and you're like, "Why do I you feel like we've that all got some here. different standards here, folks? I yeah. feel like we're all Everybody's looking at this in different yeah. ways. Everybody's got different criteria. That song was a great song. That's why it's number six. Mm-hmm. But remember, to all I top it. eleven. I to say top ten for love me. them all. <laughs> um, I don't know about number eleven, but all top ten. No, no, top me. all top eleven. Top eleven. Top eleven. Yeah. My 11 is a distant 11. <laughs> I thought me. all of our 11s were going to be the same. I was so confident. I thought it was Can I too. talk about <laughs> I was, Can I talk about something? I was confident. Go ahead, Furco. Sincerely me, number two for two of you. I know what your issues uh, are. Number, number seven for Rick. <laughs> I had it, I think. I mean, I had seven. Um, uh-huh. We were matching a lot. The song made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't like... <laughs> It's kind of what I was alluding to. Yeah, no, I guess it's it. the way it's I th- treating I think, some of this stuff. I think, sorry to cut you off, but I oh, think okay. this is like, <laughs> I think your anyone's love or hate of the movie hinges on how you take that song. Right. I think it does. Yeah. Cause I think, cause I get what they were going for. So, and I think because I could see what they were going for, it made me like it less. Mm hmm. With like the whole like singing and dancing thing, it's like let's put a crazy fun song in the middle. But the crazy fun song is about making up this dead kid's letters, yeah. and I'm like, oh, look how edgy it is. Like I don't know if that's what they're going for. Like I get it, but I still didn't like it. I was I don't it's even fair. think it was about being edgy. I just thought it was like kids are du- like the truth. This movie is. What's the dang word I'm looking for? This movie is like the picture, like the manifestation of the truth will set you free. If everyone were to just tell the truth, exactly. <laughs> like so much would have been resolved. Yeah. And because well, no one we need it, like, had yeah. the, the gall to tell the truth, everyone just ended up in these uh, continuous snowball effects. And I think part of the reason that that song is so silly and so like what the F is going on is because of the like if you were in that circumstance right and you're like oh shit we got to real quick write all these letters and figure <laughs> this out it, that's the type of music that would be going on in your head 
is all that it takes right. is a little reinvention. Like it'd be crazy. Yeah, and I, like they're you trying know? to do the show tune thing. But yeah, it's, it's not even know, the man. show tune thing that I thought of. So I actually really like this song. I like the yeah. song, but it's the fact that if you were really friends with someone, how Why how might you talk? No, no, it's really weird the whole email thing. I would email. Um, but if you needed to create a fake thing, because he has to bounce, base it off of like his first letter, so everything has to kind of tie in. Yeah. Well, not yeah. even the first letter. That that conversation they had at dinner with Correct. the tree and everything. With the tree yeah. and the cherry. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's like the orchid and all this thing orchard. Thank so you. it had to be fun. It had to be something fun because you're talking to your friend. Everyone else sees him as depressed, but you're seeing a side of him that his family doesn't even see. So it's like, oh, wow. Maybe he did have more to him than this depressed person and his best friend knew. Yeah. And yeah, now, and look, the whole thing it, is awful it, it, and insane. It's awful. And it's a horrible thing. Unhinged. <laughs> like the whole the whole premise of it is so wrong. But I think like, and ultimately, like this is this is kind of really also like with this song, and then with this this point is whether or not you're gonna like it. Which is like, I was like, yeah, I get how this happened. I yeah. get how this yeah. kid. I get how this fumbled kid his in way this, into this situation. This circumstance with this social uh, efficacy, with this lack of friends, with this depression and anxiety, with this lack of support from mom, with this lack of everything, like just kind of ended up trying to please everyone into becoming like a total monster, in, and right. not even realizing what it was that he was doing. And I felt like this song actually did a really good job of being like, like, if I was smoking crack, crack, <laughs> if I was smoking pot, and even if I was smoking, like, if I stopped smoking look, pot, in like 10 minutes, I'm right. going to look like a complete idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. But, Trust okay, me, cool. I'll get my, I'll get my, come up. Good. I guess to back off, of, piggyback off of that, this family that he found himself in was the family he wanted. Yeah. Yep. Mom, dad. Saltburn. Yeah. I get mm, it. Yeah. Um, not so much sister because he wanted to do Yeah, it. not that. <laughs> mm, salt burn. But, well, yeah. God, really just. <laughs> you, when you watch it, you'll understand. Similarities. <laughs> when you weird, watch am- it. weird amount of sil- You didn't really realize that, but yeah. Huh. Um, so, no, it's. I can say if you listen to any of the songs outside of maybe Waving Through a Window, Anonymous Ones, So Big, So Small. And a little closer. All of them are cringy. All of them are based on the plot of the movie. Mm-hmm. This whole soundtrack is cringy. Because all of it has to do with this lie. It's kind of my issue with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I, think I bought in. I think I bought in. I bought in too. I bought in. Yeah. It's it's whether you buy in or not. Yeah. Yep. I get it. Watch, I it, watch get it from a kid's lens and or t- when you were a teen. You'll you'll get it. Just okay. think into that. Get me a time machine. <laughs> I will. Then we can watch Eight Crazy Nights. Well, oh boy! Speaking of crack, we got hmm. lines. Hey, what? your favorite line? My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. All right. You you get the Hakeem Nicks laugh for that one. <laughs> if, I, if I had the sounder, I'd give it to you. Thank you, thank you so much. The highest honor. Um. So the lines are going to go me, 
then Rick, then Kyle, then Jeremy. So my number three line comes from my number four song. I've been drifting, I've been dreaming, I would land upon the shore to a haven, to a harbor that felt so far before. Well, today, today, what felt so far away feels a little closer for today. So that is from a little closer. Uh, why was it not called today? Don't know. Um, <laughs> it says today way more than a little closer. But uh, today it's a little closer. Yeah, true. true. Should be you know t- today in parentheses a little closer. Yeah, like, something like uh, that. I was just a little. <laughs> remember, like by uh, here in parentheses in your arms by hello goodbye, and maybe not a good reference, no, but it's a good one. one. <laughs> no, you guys will know it. You, you don't think you know it, but look it up after this, and you'll remember. Um, elevators Stugats, parentheses but. me and you by Outcast. Ah, yes, there we go. There we See, there. all right. <laughs> now, now we can relate. See, that's why. That's right. why you listen to right. their whole discography. So. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I really like the song. Uh, I mean, once it's revealed that it's coming from the perspective of, I mm-hmm. uh, can't remember his name now. Connor? Connor. Connor. Connor, Connor for real. Um, on the cast, man. On Connor cast. for real. <laughs> uh, what was I Another say? movie we covered. Another movie we covered. Um, plug after plug. I, I was trying not to, but, you know, had to. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't help it. <laughs> but, um Getting it from Connor's, when it's revealed that it's from Connor's perspective, it's like, oh, snap, this is, you know, that little nugget that was dropped earlier. We finally get a payoff for that. But even as like a movie background song, it fits so much for where Evan's character was at that time. And I think it spoke to everyone in the movie. Like everyone felt like they were so far away from society in their own way. Everybody was kind of siloed off. And the more we come together, as if Pat McAfee taught us anything, the more we come together, the better we're going to be. So we just need love in our lives. So, <laughs> Yeah, Pat McAfee. <laughs> yeah, that was a gr- great speech he had. Um, all right. So without any further ado, one of our – this is the first time this has ever happened, folks. This is this has never really happened before. Rick – Kyle and Jeremy. <laughs> Why you didn't tell me? I, I had a back. Oh, because because Rick, I was going to. So we have and then I looked over pick. at Kyle's number three line, and it was the same thing. And then Jeremy said his lines, and it was the same thing. And I was like, you know what? Had to keep it. It's never been done before. <laughs> and it's all number three. I like my parents. Who says that? I love my parents, but each day's another fight. I stop smoking drugs and everything might be all right smoking drugs just fix it if i stop smoking crack crack if i stop smoking pot then everything might be all right i'll take your advice i'll try to be more nice i'll turn it around wait and see because all that it takes is a little Come on, that shit's so Come good. On, it's yeah, so good. Come on. Good. Yeah, it's Kyle. Kyle, I almost saw you do the cow dance. I almost saw you do the cow dance. When I said in 10 minutes, I want to look like a complete moron. Because yep. I picked a line from that song. 
which happens often. Uh, I will dislike a song, but like a line. But I love that it just shows how dumb and like socially awkward Evan Hansen is. Yep. <laughs> just like I like my parents. <laughs> like, right. It's so good. I like my parents. Did we all we all chose this as number yeah. three? Yes. Yeah. I was That's say, tremendous. I think you and Kyle That's had insane. the exact lines. We had the the beginning exact part. Yeah. yeah. Rick uh-huh. had it a little more in, but going okay. all the way to the reinvention well, line. I thought that you're so right. So like, I like my parents is such a great way of just clearly he's stumbling his way through this. And it also is such a like, it's a precursor for kind of how he feels, which is like, he doesn't know how a two parent household is. He doesn't know what that relationship would be like. He doesn't Mm -hmm. understand what these rich people are like, like he doesn't understand anything about what would be going on here. So he's just flying by the seat of his pants, trying to figure out like, how would this kid be talking about any of this? Would he even be talking about his parents? And then like, the dynamic of like if I stopped smoking drugs, then everything might be all right. <laughs> yeah. And even the idea that like like this kid absolutely did not think that. You know? Like no. and right. nor, by the way, would that necessarily be the thing that like He's talking he doesn't to even you understand. About. Yeah, he wouldn't be talking to you about it. He wouldn't necessarily like you wouldn't that might not even be a thing that would affect whether his mental health was there or not. Like it's a totally unrelated detail, but it's the perfect thing to like give to a parent when you're a goody two shoes kid. Like, ah, I told him to stop smoking drugs. Yeah. It's, it's all just, Evan's ideas right. of what it should be. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's parents, so well done. What will placate and I like the insight, everything. the insight into him. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's great. And I think like you just said, like where from the very beginning, uh, waving through a window gave you like, all right, here's how everybody's going to be important. I thought this song gave you a really good insight into like, Oh, this kid doesn't get any of this, you know? And now he's just flying by the seat of his pants. Like he don't know anything about any of this. And so he's just gonna try his best to be loved. And like, I thought that was a, a really interesting way of kind of showing you while also being totally unhinged and talking about twisting nipples and shit. Rick, your thoughts on it? Oh, this is also I just thought it was too. fun as all hell. Um, <laughs> right. I'm shocked. Movie, no one's going to say this thing that I took away from this song. This line, a, but go ahead. In a movie where everything is serious, it feels, this was just fun. And the fact that they had those... The speaking, dancing canes? Not even oh, the dancing. Okay. I was just more or less the You were speaking, doing hand things. The speaking in between. I was trying to get my words. Yeah. I was trying to pick it up from the sky. But like the the crack, the this, the that. Um, I just thought of two people sitting next to each other and being like, "What the fuck? Are you serious?" <laughs> oh, he did it. Oh, we've been dropped. We've been dropped. Was the first one to drop. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, I feel, oh, I completely. I feel so comfortable <laughs> after he dropped it twice. I was like, "Ooh, I'm about to get in." Oh, man, we're about to do <laughs> How it, did guys. I not pick that up? Right. <laughs> we about to do it. I should have yeah. asked. I should have so asked. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. We we, we tried. We curse it never all the time, works. But. It never. It's works. a it's a running bit. Like how long will we go without? It? Yeah. No, trust me. I I it work on the Dan Levitard show. We, we, I completely we normally understand. don't go long at all. No, yeah. it's usually within the first. I was being respectful towards you, but after the second one, I'm like, oh no, he's he's himself. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm here hanging out with. We're you gonna get it in now. Um, but no, it was just fun. Oh. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, it's great. I was about to say to me, and I didn't even catch it until I watched it because I watched this movie twice. First time in a long time, I watched the movie twice before the episode. Watched it last. Wow. Night. We had extra time, so I thought I'd throw it back on again. Uh, what I was going to do, watch the Eagles play? <laughs> Not me. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
when he says crack, his voice cracks. Yep. Yeah. Crack. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's so, so good. Good. I thought that was a little fun little nugget there. The whole thing was fun. Well, and fun to have the character who is just like this brooding guy who dies by suicide to like also sing be a fun, so fun little song. Happy. Yeah, and, it was so funny. I was like, yeah, whoa. I thought that was great. <laughs> I thought that was great. All right. My number two line. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Like you could fall and no one would hear. So this is from You Will Be Found. Uh, I picked this line because uh, I definitely had this feeling at different times in my life. And I'm pretty sure many people have. So it just rang so true and it was like the exact words that like once I heard him I was like whoo man that first year of college when I was struggling <laughs> uh like yeah so I was like man yeah. this is they've really nailed that feeling yeah I thought I think that's a great point I think that's a great point and and it was sort of like the dissertation of the whole movie yeah it's kind of the thesis you could feel uh this is this never happens this never happens. Never again. Kyle and Rick have the same number two line. <laughs> oh, what? Oh I've learned God. to slam on the brake before I even turn the key. Before I make the mistake. Before I lead with the worst of me. Give them no reason to stare. No slipping up if you slip away. So I got nothing to share. Wow, so pretty. Well, man. mine was only the first part because, as as I learned listening to last year's best of, uh, we used to have much shorter clips for lines. Oh, so I'm trying in 2024 <laughs> to make mine shorter. Well, the first uh, so mine one, was only the first part. Yeah, the first one I think I had it at 20 seconds. Then I opened yeah, up to 20 30 seconds. seconds. We extended it to 30. Because some songs are just slower, yep. so to get everything in there, not in this one. This, 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 these songs move. Um, but yeah, so I just only had the first part in an attempt to make things shorter. But then Rick, yeah, picked up <laughs> a lot more. Well, but, um, the reason that it was made longer was because someone doesn't pay attention to the numbers, the time limit, and. <laughs> That same person sent the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> the entire song? He, no, said, that, he that sent that whole line. verse. With the chorus? So I was like, yeah. you know what? The whole verse was mine. I'll just um, add Kyle's right. part and just make it one line. No, I think it's still under the time limit. I'm just trying to keep it under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Kyle's was more, under like the time limit significantly. Yeah. Rick, My, you brought yeah. it to like 32 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But I like it. Yeah, I just like this opening, like this opening song. It wasn't my number two. You just get Evan Hansen with all of it. Yeah. Like, it just explains him so well. And I, I like this opening song. It was once my number two. In my <laughs> it three. was once. It was number two. <laughs> it's like number uh, nine or something. Random. It ended up at number nine. But um, <laughs> but I think the the whole part I've, where he says, I learned to slam on the brake before I press the gas. That is anxiety. Well, 
That yeah, is social anxiety. That is stopping yourself from moving ever because of this crippling something. And not even starting. Exactly. And for me, that in itself told me I'm in for something. Mm-hmm. Don't know <laughs> what it is, but I'm in for something. Because if you're opening it up that way, this kid is going to have some level of depth that we won't really understand because we're going to think he's very one note, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I that's why I love the song. Um, <laughs> but then you think about yeah. top, nine. Who, top nine, top nine. Then you think about someone who is anxious and what do what would they rather be? They rather be invisible. And yeah. mm. that is something I would prefer to be so much, but I don't have anxiety. So much in my life. It's autism. It's different. Um, so much in my life, I would love to be invisible because life feels so much easier that way. But then when you are invisible, life is so painful. So boring, I'd say. It's it's boring. Painfully boring, maybe. To the... No, it's painful because even though you're invisible, you want to be seen. Right. And you want to be involved. You want to... You want to do those things, but then that fear of being rejected pulls you back in. So it's this constant battle, this back and forth, this back and forth. And I felt like that opening did it so much justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Top nine. Jeremy, <laughs> <laughs> your number two line. If I could tell her, tell her everything I see. song's so pretty uh yeah i mean look i i felt like that was good because it was sort of uh it sort of stated a a few different things about the show and about the character which was like obviously he had this sort of obsession with zoe from the beginning Mm -hmm. and so he's singing these really kind thoughtful beautiful observations about her at her um through this lens that is beyond right. messed up, like beyond yeah. messed up, which is the idea that these are these things that, that her brother was keeping from her, um, that, that he felt, but it is through this lens of just trying to like, please her, make her smile, make her happy. But it's also like, if I could tell her, yeah. if I could just tell her what's going on. And I think that that part is kind of layered underneath it, which is like, he knows like, if I could just tell her the truth here, then this would all be a lot easier for everybody. And so I also like genuinely, I just thought this is also just a very pretty love song in the same way. I I almost chose a stanza from only us because I think that they're both just very pretty songs. Um, And so to me, I felt like that was, that was the best lyrical um, interpretation of like the love that he felt for her, which was just like, she's everything to me, you know, like I'm, I, for that matter, I'm twisting myself upside down 
to in this horrible lie in part because I just kind of wanted to get to know her. And that's fucked up, but it's and like, bat sorry, another F bomb. No, no, no. But it's it's super it's, effed it's up. Out of control. But it's, 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 yeah, it's too late. guys are raging yeah. But take it easy, Tim Kirk. Passion. It, it, passion. It's yeah, that's good. It's super messed up. Um, but I, I felt like it was also like a I don't know. I felt like that song was a really good uh summation of like how he felt about everything, which is just like if I could tell her tell her everything I see you tell her how she's everything to me but we're a million worlds apart like we're a million worlds apart because I have this knowledge that she doesn't have about what's really going on here we're a million worlds apart because she never even noticed me before this very moment we're a million worlds apart like it just I felt like that entire stanza just really uh encapsulated what he was feeling for her and as much as we didn't love that relationship it was a central theme of the movie I was about to say, back to what Rick said earlier, like, you have to kind of look through this kind of like through a teenager's lens. I'm listening. I just he, uh, you're I fine. to charge my computer. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> she is everything to him. They've never even spoken. Like, that's such. Not truly. A, they did. A, no, no, a, man, a teenagers really spoke. That, I'm saying they haven't, re- they haven't had a conversation like prior to her brother dying, really. And like, She's everything to him. Like there was this scene where like he freaked out on him, and she was like, "Whoa!" Tried to shake his hand. That was she tried to meet him, and then he like and he walked away. He did not walk away. He scurried. (laughs) Oh, sorry, he scuttled away. (laughs) Shuffled his feet. Um, Yeah, that is that's a very teenage feeling. Is like she's like the most important. She's the most important thing, even though we have not said more than five words yet. (laughs) All right. Uh, Yeah, man, that's how it works. My number one line. Comes from my number one song. On the outside, always looking in. Will I ever be more than I've always been? Cause I'm top, top, topping on the glass. I'm waving through a window. I try to speak, but nobody can hear. So I wait around for answer to appear while I'm watch, watch, watching people pass. I'm waving through a window. Man, when that started the movie, yeah. I was locked <laughs> in. When the I tell strings, you I was I so locked strings. in at that point, like, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, this kid is about to be the saddest, most misunderstood, most outcast. Like, I feel for this guy already. He's, he's man, like the changing of the <laughs> shirt and everything. Like, I so many times I was about to say this, like, goes into different parts of mental health and illnesses and stuff. But like body dysmorphia. So many times I remember in high school being a bigger kid, like looking at the mirror in a shirt that like I had ready all weekend. Like this is my shirt. And then I'm like, eh, it doesn't look right. I'm changing my shirt to a hoodie and I'm just not going to act like I'm not getting dressed up today. And it's like, oh man, it just felt so like that. That's why I say like they nailed high school on a level that I was like, man, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree with you completely. That scene really, uh, really captured a lot of what you need. What you need, we all we've all said it. What you needed to know about that character. Yeah. All right, Rick's number one line. This has happened before. Him and Kyle have several lines. Oh, spot the girl who stays in motion. She spins so fast so she won't fall. She's built a wall with her achievements to keep 
and that's what I wanted to hear. The perfect <laughs> frame they're faking. It's, yeah. As yeah. adults, as kids, I don't care where you were. Um, I think if you remove the she and put in whatever pronoun you want or adjective, whatever you want to describe it, so many people feel that way. And I think that was the reason why we talked about why, although it was altruistic, it was selfish because she wanted everyone to see, understand her the same way. Um, and in a sense, after that other song came out, um, what was the favorite one? You will be found. You started seeing all, you saw the athlete, you saw this person, you saw yeah. that person. You saw the, like, why is a bully a bully sometimes? It's because they're being bullied. So they feel like this is the only way they act out. And you, you learn so much if you actually pay attention to people and get to know people versus just judging them and shunning them without, without any second thought, because yep. this is how people feel. And I felt like that was a good encapsulation of it. 100%. Everybody feels. Everybody feels. All right, Kyle, your number one line. Why should I have a heavy heart? Why should I say I'll keep you with me? Why should I go for more So the reason Requiem was number one for me along with my number one line, is this is the most interesting idea in the movie for me. Yeah. Is her brother was a complete dick to her all the time. She did not like him. And now that he's dead, she has to decide, do I pretend to be sad? Because she has these fights with her parents. She's like, remember this time? And they're like, no, we don't remember that. Because they're kind of like pushing away the bad memories, which is what the Amy Adams character is doing in this song. She's kind of like holding on to the parts that she likes. The stepdad is like, you've just wasted so much time and, and so much potential. But the Zoe character to me, her her struggling with like, I don't feel sad. I'm supposed to feel sad. But because of all the shit he did to me and did to the family, it's almost like a relief. It's like, why why should I have to say I'll keep you with me when I don't like the memories I have of you? And and that that whole song is so interesting to me for that reason. Yeah, I thought that was a really you, you don't thing. see that you don't see that explored very often. Yeah. yeah and that's why the end yeah. of the song was so beautiful. Right? With mm-hmm. the way it ended, I was like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a good song. Very, very not creepy because it's outside of heaven. <laughs> yeah, and another reason it's number one for me yeah. is Evan Hansen is nowhere near this song. Uh, He's not I, he is not. Song. I do think that 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 is such a fascinating concept, and it's the only thing. Yeah, one of the only things that they do in the musical where I'm like, oh, I haven't really seen that mm. co- confronted before. Like in right. in exactly. storytelling, and everybody has it was really interesting, so, yeah. right? And yeah, even like the from mom family, is right, like even yeah, your own, family. like the mom's holding on to it so strongly. But, mm-hmm. It's mean, fascinating. And the sister's like, "This guy sucked." I don't like. That. Growing up in South Florida, where news is probably similar to the one in Philadelphia, um, South Jersey, it, it's it's the whole oh, Jersey's even worse. Um, I know <laughs> it's the whole concept of. My child is now a criminal and my child did this thing and 
not my baby. My baby is an angel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They are perfect. Mm-hmm. Like something must it, yeah. it's it's that's the the parent the parental side is hard to flip that other switch. You have to see the good. Mm-hmm. Can I coin a phrase right here, right now? You all Go can ahead. use it in your daily lives. The parental paradox. Mm. Hey, I like it. I like it. I'm I'm sure no one's ever said it before. No Double one's P. said it before. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'll remember it for a random tangent. A random tangent. Why does Zoe get to be Zoe when Joe is just Joe? It's not oh, Joey don't even, without don't the Y. Like, what, this is, what are we doing there? It's a tangent and a half. <laughs> wow. Yeah, don't even, the English it's language a, tangent yeah. and a half. Not a fan. Not a fan. Hate it. All right. All right. Uh, Joey. <laughs> uh, never call me Joey. Joey. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeremy's number one line. Well, look again, and you might catch it. Just stay a minute more. There's this little moment after the sunny smile as their eyes fall to the floor. And the truth starts peeking through. They're a lot like me and you. They can fake a smile. So I had the same song as Rick, um, just a different portion of it, um, because I thought that that um, well, a I thought that that whole song was very powerful. I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm honestly I'm feeling a lot of regret about where I ranked it on my list. Um, <laughs> top but, eleven, come yeah, back for the. Re-rank. I mean, top eleven, top eleven, but <laughs> number seven. I I will say like I I kind of honestly like related to that line in that mm-hmm. like I. Um, am someone who always kind of carries smile, positivity, you know, whatever with me. Um, and I've gone through my own mental health challenges that are very difficult. Um, and I think that only in, in the last couple of years have I been able to kind of like really get a hold on those, um, and really understand how much of the, like that part of it, which is just the, like carrying the smile for everybody else and trying to lift everybody up was kind of doing some of that for myself. Um, And for that matter, at times remains that way. And so I think that there are, um, I thought they did a really good job in this song and with this character of, and maybe that's why I was sort of uh, defensive of her, her motives earlier when we were discussing <laughs> that an hour and a half we're ago. We're very passionate about it. You know, but, but I really think that... added in, an extra oomph to it. Yeah, well, I think, I think it's in part because I, under, I understood it, which was this element of like, she was simultaneously trying to like reveal this part of herself, this thing that she cared about, but then also not letting too much get out there because she wanted to be this specific version of herself for everyone, this specific version of herself for herself to protect herself from what she was feeling internally. It felt like she was sharing this with Evan in a way that that was intimate, but also like was still from this almost teaching perspective. Like it was fascinating to kind of see this character. And I, you know, I didn't relate to her in every sort of way, but I did understand the idea of like these high achieving people or um, charismatic people who also deal with anxiety or depression or what have you that look in all sorts of different parts of our lives we've seen examples of of these folks who ultimately have have succumbed to much worse fates than just 
you know, being medicated that, you know, the Robin Williamses of the world, the, the twitches of the world, yeah. these people who like bring this unbridled joy and passion to life. And then deep down they're, they're suffering. And so I thought that, that these lyrics, um, this song in general, but that specific sort of stanza, um, did a really good job of sort of, um, putting out there like, Hey, notice after the smile, the look down at the ground. You know, notice notice the little things about there's these people that you think ha- everything is perfect. And again, part of this uh, social media age that we talk about and it was exemplified within this show is all about like posting and reposting and everybody's life is perfect and blah, 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 blah. When really underneath all of that, it's all kind of bullshit. And so um, I thought that this song did a really good job of of kind of getting to the the crux of that. No, I'll agree. I think it's one of those things where everyone's carrying around a facade, right? We all have this mask. And if Mm -hmm. you're the mask of the happy-go-lucky, uplifting person, once that mask comes off, if you're someone who, you know, is either quiet or you're, you're reserved or you're not smiling, everyone instantaneously thinks something's wrong. Yeah. And people instantaneously doesn't, don't want to be around you because it's like, oh, Where's the fun guy? Like, where's this? And then that makes that person feel worse, which means they feel like they got to keep the mask on all the time. So now they're feeling lonely and isolated within themselves because they're not true to themselves. Mm -hmm. Because now no one accepts my true self. Everyone likes me when I'm happy. No one likes me when I'm sad. I didn't expect to be going to my own therapy during this. (laughs) Uh, It happens every once in a while. Um, he's a professional <laughs> uh, and then sometimes at 10x is especially like like Jeremy was alluding to people in the media people in the public so you're, that's not just for your friends in the neighborhood that's yeah. for the world you kind of have to put on that mask in a sense so mm-hmm. it, it can get well and and that can to blend together I mean not to get into the <clears throat> that dynamic of it but that can kind of blend together especially in what it is that like I I do um you know so much of ourselves are poured into what we create and like who, what our quote unquote personas are on, on the show. And so there, there's a lot of real elements to all of that. Like I'm not faking it. Um, but it's not like if I have a a bad day, all of a sudden I can come in and just kind of be quiet in the corner and not talk to anybody. Like it's still my job to show up and be that same version of a persona and be an whether elf. whether you're on or you're, exactly and be buddy <laughs> the elf right and so i think that um that's an interesting element within all of it that that, that really truly for me in the last couple of years has been a push and pull of like all right how do you not let too much of yourself get get soaked up into this to where when you go through the ups and downs of daily life it affects you at work or if you go through the ups and downs of work it then affects you in your daily life um, and so I think that that's, that's an interesting element too, as we all become more and more connected in what it is that we do. And I think in your field, it's a little different since you're more, you have, you have a more recognizable face where you can go out in public and you, you just want to be, Hey, I'm just here with my wife. Yeah. Just, I mean, rare, rarely am I, I, oh, luckily I'm not at that if point you yet. Want, if you saw Joe, if you, if you. <laughs> I probably wouldn't say a word, actually. Joe would probably look at you from the that. corner like, <laughs> if he comes a little closer and bumps into me, I'm going to say, hey, yeah. look at that guy. Hey, what's up? No, <laughs> hey. I mean, look, I, I was, I literally, Courtney and I were, we were on vacation for my birthday last year, and I, like, still wasn't even really that much of a part of the show, and then we were in, we were in the Keys, 
And uh, we were going to just grab a little breakfast in the morning. And this one guy turns and he goes, Jer Bear? And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Who the fuck are you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what in the world? And I so, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I get I get what you're like. I get what you're saying. Um, And so, yeah, not to make that a whole big tangent. I know we got plenty left to do before. we. Oh, no, I'm, I'm the king well, of tangents. Don't worry about I that. I think he's the king of tangents. Don't let him get on a tangent, Jeremy. It's my turn. My turn for a sidebar Ooh. tangent. Okay. Um, so now that we've done... As, as I got mad at everyone for doing it before. Uh, now that we're done rankings and lyrics, we're done the songs. Did you guys know that this Pashik and Paul duo also did all the music for The Greatest Showman? I found that I out in research going out. into this. I when meant I to found bring that up out, the fun facts. All of this made so much more sense. Because <laughs> The Greatest Showman is another movie I was struggling to like. Um, there's a lot I liked it. that's good, but I also had many issues with it mm-hmm. and I had more issues with the music in that one than I did in this, I think. Um, yeah. But once I learned that there was this, it was the same writing duo. I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes sense. now. Did you know that they also wrote, uh, a whole bunch of the music for La La Land? I did. Yes. See that. yes. Another movie I've had issues with right <laughs> maybe i'm just not on board with these reason. guys maybe it's the music's never like the issue for me except that one song the very polished song in the greatest showman the music's never really the issue for me for la la land <sighs> the whole soundtrack's polished dude uh yeah but la la land my issue but a lot is emma stone's character yeah. makes none of her own decisions but a lot of this felt it had that same like overproduced feel to yeah. me that greatest showman did and I think that was kind of my issue with um, You Will Be Found. Like, it feels like, That's why like I a gospel song yeah. almost. It just feels like, I don't know. It, I just didn't click with it. And and learning that made a lot of this make sense to me. <laughs> All right. Speaking of making things make sense, let's make sense of who our favorite performers were. And the certain artist. On the artist. The artist. Spotlight. All right, we're going to pick our favorite character and our favorite performer. All right, character and performer. We still haven't gotten this right, Jeremy, so don't feel bad if you don't get it right. Kyle, I'm okay. going to go to you first. Who is your favorite performer? Okay. Who is your favorite character? Uh, favorite performer was Caitlin Dever. I thought she did great. Um, she had a very important role, and I think she did it well, uh, both singing and acting. Uh, favorite character is tough for me because I don't like a lot of these people. Yeah. So I'm going to say Heidi Hansen, who is Evan oh. Hansen's mother, hmm. played by Julianne Moore. Um, that's, I think she, uh, like, represented the single mom well. And maybe that's why I like So Big, So Small more than some did. Um, you I think just name. that character was was written well. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rick, favorite character favorite performer so i will say uh if you want to see emma stone make her own decisions watch poor things oh i need to see it, I need to see it. that is a decision making <laughs> that movie. is uh yeah watch poor things um but i think that it's a great movie for weird little or i mean a great year for, for weird, weird little, little freak yeah, movies. yeah yeah i'm so excited about that uh, it's such a weird little freak movie year yeah. i'm trying to match up with kyle year. Um, but favorite performer? Well, I meant I meant I last year. Um, is Caitlin Dever? Um, I, I did not see that coming. 
But for me, favorite character was very easy to pick. It wasn't hard. Um, Because I like Jared Kalawani, whatever his name is. Oh, boy. Um, Because even though he was an asshole and he was a douche, he still hung out with him. I think it was only... I think he was his only friend as well, but he wanted to be the cooler only friend. Yeah. So yeah. he wanted to rib the He's other He's putting friend. on that, yeah. that same facade we were talking so about. So it's yeah. the facade. Like, yeah. If you think so, about it, he probably didn't hook up with the Italians. He long. did yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But he just had to be one better at almost everything. Um, so he was a good comic relief. And I, I like he didn't turn on him. I was, I was happy it wasn't him. Yeah, he him. held strong. That, so, that was honestly shocking yeah, to me. I, I was surprised. Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Favorite character, favorite performer. I'm gonna be super controversial. Oh, Jesus! Mm. Favorite performer, Ben Platt. Favorite character, Evan Hansen. Mm. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> double dip. Huh? Has anybody double dip like that? I think we tried to I mean, purposely avoid it. We usually it. avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Else I, I, the the only us, reason, but the guests, I'll allow it for the. The guests. only reason I say it, and I can, I can change it if you'd like me to. No, it's but fine. the, no, the it's only fine. reason I say it, and I will tell you, like I thought Julianne Moore was spectacular. I really did. I thought she was so good. Um, and I, I was always good. I really, yeah. I, I, it, it was also funny because she and Amy Adams were in the Woman in the Window the same year together, and I just thought yeah. it was funny <laughs> oh, that wow. like yeah. waving through waving the, woman, through the woman in the window. But the woman waving through the window. Yeah, I thought that works. I thought Julianne Moore was awesome. Um, I also thought Caitlin Dever, she like surprised, pleasantly surprised me because I like, I really liked the vocal perform. I mean, again, because I, I listened to the soundtrack, I really liked the vocal performance of the initial actress who who played the Zoe character. And right. so I was like pleasantly surprised by how much I, I liked um, Caitlin Dever's performance. I also thought uh, Amanda Stenberg, that's how you say her last name, right? Stenberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought she was, I thought she played the Ilana character really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. but I just thought like, look, this entire thing, it's dear Evan Hansen, Evan Hansen <laughs> as a character carries the entire thing. And I thought Ben Platt was spectacular. Like you can, it's not his fault, it's not his fault. that they cast him. It's not his fault. And he did the, uh, you know whose fault it was? Him. His it's, dad. Yeah. Who produced the, produ- the movie. Well, <laughs> no, yo, that's a whole what? other, that's a whole you other. Know who's fault though? Yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> because Ben Platt is like the ultimate Broadway <laughs> Nepo baby, which is so funny uh-huh. because his dad, I think produced wizard of, uh, wizard of Oz produced uh, wicked. wicked. Oh, and and uh, so he became like Broadway Nepo baby, but then also he's like so freaking talented yeah. that it's like he's talented, fine. yeah, for sure. He's amazing. Yeah, that is uh, sometimes it works. Out. Sometimes it works, and he's one of the Nepo babies that works. But that's fair. I mean, that's part of that's part <laughs> of it. And if Andrew Barth Feldman would have been cast, maybe we'd be all having a different right. conversation. But mm-hmm. I thought I did think he was amazing, um, despite the fact that he looked a little bit older. Um, I thought that his acting was great. I thought that his his singing is obviously spectacular. So I'm I'm double dipping. All right. Uh, my favorite character. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my favorite performer first. My favorite performer, Amanda Liss Steinberg. Hell yeah! Really liked her performance. Uh, my favorite character. He didn't get a lot of love in this uh, review we've been doing, but Larry Mora, my man, the stepdad. <laughs> Yeah, he's not the dad. What is it? He's not the he's not the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped in, or stepped up, or however that saying goes. Like stepped up. That guy. That's that's the teacher. That guy Mm -hmm. was a champ. That guy was a let like man. 
what a guy like that. I mean, Evan wanted him to Solid be his dude. own father. And then you yep. see the dichotomy with Aaron, uh, Evan and his father. He's texted him a billion times. This guy's never Evan responded. Those texts. <laughs> oh, like, my God. Jesus Christ. But he's like scrolling, scrolling back. I was like, oh, like so sad. Yeah. That was the saddest Like, part. my so Lord. Sad. So it's like, yeah, this guy who entered oh, this boy. family and like immediately took on the father role and wanted to make these kids feel like he was their kids and so yeah i thought it was really great um all right rick usually blindsides us with this one but i'm gonna do it here uh favorite scene jeremy i'll give you the first pick of favorite scene if you can think of one <sighs> i i think um gosh it's so hard because i could argue like there's a difference between favorite scene and best scene um, because I think like some of the some of the best scenes are the most uncomfortable. Like yeah. I would argue that one of the best scenes is the the meeting of the parents. Oh, I think okay. I was uh, like, what is that? We uh, lost your mic for a sec. You, if you want to repeat me? that, sorry. Um, no, you're back now. Okay, so I think one of the best scenes was the yeah. uh, like the meeting of the parents, and, Ooh, and that yes. clearly is one of the best scenes. But we I did talk about I that before. Certainly yeah. wouldn't call it. <laughs> my favorite because <laughs> it's a nightmare um yeah and so in turn i actually think that if i'm talking favorite from like a, all right i enjoyed that uh i would say would be the sincerely me scene um okay. and everything that goes into that because it's just a a whole bunch of fun and yeah go-karts and Dance choreography and oh ddr i mean come on <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll say that's my favorite. I know that's that's probably pretty trite considering the concept of this musical. I mean, um, but you some know what? People will say it. I'm that's a favorite. I don't think it's the best, but I think it was a, a favorite of mine. All right, Rick, what was your favorite one, please? Me and Kyle, hmm. so we have to go. I'll give you my favorite thing of this show. I just found out how to give off multiple favorite characters or performers in an eloquent way. I know, right? While still really, choosing really one. Stole my shine. I was, <laughs> I was sitting there focused. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. These guys. He's really good at it. He's yeah, really good. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be my new thing. So y'all can't get pissed at me. But I can't do that for this oh, one. Um, now, can I do a favorite scene? Yeah, that's what I actually. And yeah, that's what we're a doing. A right shocking now. revelation. Oh boy. Uh, favorite shocking yes. revelation. So shocking revelation. Can this whole time. I thought Evan fell from the tree. Oh, you just now realized? No, 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 not just now. But while I was oh, watching, oh, I was okay, like, "Oh, yeah, this yeah. kid is the type oh, of kid." Say this whole time, this yeah, is he really threw me. Sorry, that was my fault. That's another Rick thing. Um, <laughs> I, I was watching the movie and I was like, "Man, he does look like the kid who will climb up a tree and accidentally slip." No, I gotta right. say. The amount of times they flash back to it, I knew something was going to be. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't think it was that. I didn't, even I didn't think, of think it. it was that. They yeah. went back to it so many times. The, yeah. the thing is, the third time you kind of are like hip to it. The second time is when is in uh, for for forever for forever, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. he's just saucing it up because he's adding the friend element. So I didn't think anything of it at that point. Right. It wasn't until the third time when it's like, oh wait. He's crying going to this tree. Hmm. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So um, for me, that was like a, oh, wow. Shocker. Yeah. Um, so for, but for my favorite scene, 
this movie doesn't really lend for favorite scenes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, don't know. I think there's a lot of good moments uh, in there. But go ahead. I'll let there, you figure it out. There are moments. Um, oh, I have a different one. But the some of the best scenes are the songs. Um, okay. So I liked Forever Me. Um, just sincerely, me? sincerely. No, sorry. For forever, for forever. I did that for whole forever. Summer. I do the two reading things. Uh, I like the for forever one um, because it was almost as if he was singing and talking to them like he really had a friend. Mm-hmm. Where he spoke in a way in which he just spoke how he really, how much he really wanted a friend, and he yeah. just made up a story. Was and, hoping like I think friends like, do this. I think yeah, friends and, and do it this. felt so painful but sincere and then as the parents started opening their eyes wider like oh my gosh you could see the you could see his face go oh shit like hold on like what am i doing (laughs) but i'm already here so i gotta see it through hopefully it ends here but it was just the beginning (laughs) Mm -hmm. boy was it boy kyle favorite scene um I don't want to say no Requiem again, so I'm going to say something else. Uh, so it's not a favorite scene for say, but a favorite non-musical line is when the let the initial quote-unquote suicide note gets out, and uh, which is the initial Dear Evan Hansen letter. And Evan Hansen goes to their house. Probably a bad idea. Terrible idea. And you can hear them arguing in the background. And uh, the mom is like, we got to call the cops. Something's got to be done. And the dad, the stepdad says, what are they going to do? Arrest the internet? That's a really good line. One of the best things in this movie. It was really good. What are they going to do? So that just killed me. I was like, it's just such a funny thing to put in Mm -hmm. this like really serious moment. That was so funny. That was a great one. Really good. That's my favorite. I like Um, that. I had a favorite one, but I forgot about it. But a scene that really stuck out to me very early on in the movie was uh, after him and Zoe have their interaction uh, the first time when he his palms are sweaty. We just heard about his palms being sweaty, his and he's like knees nervous. weak, arms are heavy. Yeah, I mean, vomit on the mom, vomit on the sweaty already. Mom spaghetti, he's nervous. Yeah, but um, he runs around his the corner, which was hilarious. He ran and he has a cast, so he has his arm out flailing, which I thought mm-hmm. was very funny. But the thing, the little, this movie has a lot of nuances that really stuck with me. When he gets to the bathroom and he's trying to open the medicine bottle and it spills on the floor and he picks up one and he blows it off. (laughs) I was like, oh, I like this kid. Uh huh. uh -huh. I really like this kid. The bathroom floor. I know. Just blew it off five seconds, threw it in. And yeah, I was like, man, that, that was so simple and small, but it shows you, it's so. Layered in who this character is, so yeah, I, I uh, there were a lot of really good ones. I also just thought of the scene with uh, with Evan and the stepdad when he's like explaining yeah. the relationship with Connor and trying to you know buying the baseball glove. Um, and I think that's actually I think the reason why I like that scene so much is there's there's a song that goes with that. No, in in the musical I heard it, that yeah, they that took a out, song, yeah. that's a really beautiful little song about like having a catch and whatever. 
Um, and I, I think that maybe that's what I'm just now realizing it was why the scene clicked so much. Yeah. Cause I, maybe there's a little more depth to it that I was like subcon- subconsciously remembering. Um, you're but it's such a agent going into this movie. Yeah. Weirdly. <laughs> but I, but I think it, it's a really beautiful little scene of like, look, I just, it was this last sort of try. Like I remember when I first moved in and met the kid and all he wanted to do was have a catch with me. And so a couple years ago when things were at their worst, I just, I don't know. I thought about buying this glove cause it was my last ditch effort mm-hmm. to try to connect and like explaining that desperation and love through like a baseball glove as someone who like, grew up having catches with my dad all the time. I, it just really hit home. And I thought it was a really beautiful scene. Yeah. And the moment where Evan's like, you're a great step. You were a great father. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 It's yeah. Like, that it's was like, that damn, was really dude. Good. Yeah. That hits hard. I don't know. Hmm. Rick, did you have another one there in the tuck? Any other ones? No, I just thinking of scenes that almost made me think about crying. When, uh-huh. when dad finally came back of- home. And he, no. he never cried. Yeah. He hasn't he shown any emotion. Then, oh, he stoked. Yeah. Broke down. That got and me he too. He breaks down that and I'm yeah. like, yeah, he can finally let his guard down. Yeah. So no. And by the way, that shows you the way, oh God, it's messed up. But like the way that Evan was helping these people. Yeah. yeah. Like that's I, what I know. was messed up. I know. It was yeah. like he was helping these people grieve through this lot. It was really a messed up story. It was, How about yeah. a messed up story? Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know what? Web we weave. Mm-hmm. I might be calling my shot early, but uh, Evan Hansen might be my nomination for worst villain <laughs> at, ne- at the end of the year in our yearly recap. It it's not a bad one. Uh, it's not a bad one. Not I was thinking it while I was watching it. I'm like, this might be this guy's a monster. Best worst villain. Yeah, this is worst not villain. A bad one. And we're, one, we're one episode in. We might have it. And if we would have done Hairspray, it would have been the United States government. Ooh. We could be doing Hairspray. Hey, you know what? If you want to come back. Open it. Like we can do hair. I just, I, I will say the one thing that I, I couldn't re- like, I could not believe when I was sitting there watching this. I was halfway through and I was like, I could fucking pick hairspray. It would have been so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. We'll make it happen. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, unless anybody can think of anything else, I think it's time. For oh, a little game. I will say this Whoop. though. Oh boy. <laughs> I- he said not to do it at the end, then, so it's not a shenanigan. I mean, we're near the end. We're, we're, we're near the end. It's not a shenanigan. Are we at the two hour mark? Yeah, we're on the slope. All right, we I just made oh, yeah. it. Are we? So it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine, 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 fine. Two on one. What I did enjoy was the end Rick of the movie. It's fine. When Evan told the truth <laughs> and he just stood up and took everyone's shit, finished the school year, I was like, you know what? That's very redeeming. Mm hmm. Yeah, read all the books. He read the books. He got read everyone together. He, he, <laughs> he, found he sent the, the video. Uh, he found the video. Yeah, um, yeah, the video was great. That I'll give him credit for. So he mailed everyone a thumb drive for some reason. I know that was hilarious. Yeah. Especially when he could have just sent. <laughs> well, these are the same email. people who are emailing them. Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand why he wants to keep it off the internet. Yeah, yeah which, true. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I felt like very funny for all the evil he did. He tried his best to give the family closure. And I appreciate, by the way, that there was no real redemption arc with Zoe. No, no. Like she was like, "Look, I wanted too. to make sure you saw this, 
but it I wasn't was very happy yeah. she was done with yeah him. <laughs> no that was and it was the right was yeah it was the right ending like so, i'm glad that wasn't yeah. like a big embrace and oh you know what it's fine you, you were just Let's like no together. it was like i'm yeah. i'm done with you i want you to see this because this f you should see it <laughs> like i want to make sure you see what what you did help create whatever but like this is, you know, this was messed up. Was the juice and worth the squeeze in a way? Was the apple juice worth the squeeze? Ooh, yeah, this he guy. squeezed his oranges there. Hey, there wouldn't hey, be any ooh. apples if none of this happened. What happened? Game time. Game time. That's the play game. Why do I care? I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. That time looks like you're running out of time. All right, it is the time game. Kyle, explain the time game. Well, it's actually the Metacritic game because Metacritic is a website (laughs) that compiles reviews from all across the internet and other places into a score from 0 to 100. Rick knows that score. Joe and I will try to guess it. Uh, Jeremy, if you'd also like to play along, you may uh, message Rick directly your guess in Zoom. I'm going to. Right. Mm. This movie came on the this pandemic. This is out of a, out of 100. Out yep. of 100. Yep. yep. Came on the pandemic. I feel like it got summarily panned by the critics or something. I already mm. sent. Loved on Broadway, though. Not. I'm going with a, an emotional number here. Uh, we might have sent the same. Oh, oh Kyle, you son of a gun! <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> Once you said it, emotional. <laughs> so, uh, this is the game where Kyle holds the lead going back twenty oh, to true. sixteen with three ties. And fellas, we got three numbers. He's a trickster. He's a trickster. Don't fall no, for it. We got three numbers. And out of these three numbers, I figured one will be an eagle. They play like shit the other night, aka yesterday. <laughs> yeah. um, they uh-huh. did. They shot the bed. Oh, they did. They did. Stop repeating me saying they did. <laughs> they did. Uh, but we got the three numbers. We got a 62, a 63, a 64 minus two. So Wow. Wow. Yeah. All in the same ballpark. That's insane. All in the same ballpark. Did you hear what he said, though? Yeah, yeah so 62 is 62. 62 oh, I know that. I, I still know we tied, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. 62, 63. Jeremy went yeah. 63. That that's is interesting. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. I wanted to go 50s, but once I realized what that was close to, I was like, I got to shout him out. Yeah, I'll, exactly. I, I was going to be like high 50s, and I was like, you know what? Jason Kelsey, you're yeah. retiring. Jason you're going to get my number this week. Yeah. I've done it so many other times, like an idiot giving. Eagles numbers. So, and what was the actual number? And I will tell you this: if you did that, unlike the Eagles, you would have been a winner. Because uh, the number was thirty-nine. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! Wow! Oh wow! Thirty-nine keys. Yeah. Wow! That is our fourth tie. That's bad. That is insane. Yep. Is that an exact though? Yeah, I had to. Me and yeah. Kyle, me and Kyle, on the same number. You guys the same are numbers, the on exact the same yeah, number. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying four minus there's, two. There's the there's a tie, but then there's well, the there's exact two ways to tie. Yeah, yeah there's that's two ways to tie. tie. That's the 
Yeah, I was. I yeah. saw sixty two. I saw sixty three. I was like, "Ooh, somebody's gonna win!" And then sixty two popped up, and I was like, "How the hell does this happen?" All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. There reason. we go. <sighs> well, let's see what the company has to say. We believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. Comments from the company. We have no comments from the company. Nobody got to us, even with an extra week to get to us. You guys, I am very Did you put out a... Did you put I out put it out in the original week. Oh, the week okay. before the okay. original week, and then nobody got That's to true. it. And then even with time, nobody still got to up. us. So. Okay. Uh, but if you, if you want to leave your comment from the company, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at who does a pod. That's Twitter and Instagram, at who does a pod. And if you want to join us for one of our rewatches, because I think we still got three left this year, uh, you can join the Discord. Uh, that is our pinned tweet on Twitter. can get you to the Discord right now. Uh, that's at who does a pod. Kyle. Uh, we are part of the Anulo Network. Go to anulo.co to check out all the other great shows that me, Joe, and others are on while you're there. Check out our merch page. Because we do have shirts. shirts. Shirts for the ham boys. Shirts for the company members. And if you, Jeremy, listen up. If you buy a shirt in every color, huh. you will win the ham boy challenge. No way. Which means. Which means I will meet you at the Connor Murphy Memorial Orchard. And there we can perform all 11 songs on this soundtrack. Maryland, apparently. In Maryland. All 11 songs on this soundtrack. And then, because it is the Hamboy <laughs> Challenge, we do all 46 songs from the Hamilton soundtrack. And as a bonus, if you head over to joedorval.com, check out all my merch at the store there. Reasonably priced, by the way. Reasonably it is. priced. Uh, I will, and you complete the headphone Joe Challenge. I'll perform all, Kyle, you're going to have to make sure the number's right again. 36 songs uh, yes. for my four albums, nine songs a piece there. Uh, and yeah, we can do all 36 of those songs. So, Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how you complete those challenges. Uh, I forgot how to help Still we get waiting out of here. for someone to complete those challenges. Oh, you, it's been a while. Uh, you talk about your. Does it, oh, did everyone? Okay, I, I, I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Uh, <laughs> check, me, check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorval. That's at Joe Dorval on Twitter and Instagram. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, see me doing nothing on Twitter at VT Loader. Rick, where are you? I will be here in two weeks. But before that, we never gave our over under. I did. I said two. I said I put it at two and a half, and I went two. Oh, the ties. I don't know. I'm not okay. making it. I can't think. That's of it. fine. Ask me next. More one. importantly, Jeremy, where can we find you? Follow yes. me at Jeremy Taché on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Even though I haven't really done a lot of stuff on TikTok, I'm going to try to do that this year. Uh, listen to the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz. Listen to. Uh, I have a podcast of my own called Miami Miked Up. Um, if you're still listening to this and you enjoyed the sound of my voice, um, you can listen to that and it'll be me talking over there too. Uh, just this time it'll be with athletes and people in sports media more often than not. Uh, this week, Sam Reinhart of the Florida Panthers, mm. uh, Sam Reinhart big trophy. Get. Uh, yeah, big get. He'll be on the pod this week, hoping, um, for another very special guest next week that I can't reveal yet because I haven't actually booked him. 
Um, mm. Lucy Rodine of the Dan Lebatard Show was on last week. Super fun interview. And then I got a whole bunch of stuff coming up with the Miami Marlins uh, set in a Get couple of weeks from now. So uh, it should be a really fun couple of months on that podcast. So please like, subscribe, rate, review, all the things I'm supposed to tell you to do. Um, but yeah, just follow me on social media. You'll find all of it. So thanks, you guys, for having me. This was super wow, fun. Thank you. Oh, man. Thanks for coming Can't on. Can't wait for hairspray when you'll be back. Can't yeah. wait. We'll give it a couple. I can't do another two-hour no, episode. No, no. no time. Yeah, I mean, we'll, yeah. Give <laughs> we'll give it a couple of months. It'll be a couple Let's months. give it a while. But yeah. Give it a little bit. Before hairspray, we will be back in a week. Did we say a week? Because we took yeah, a week. We'll do two gonna, weeks. Do two weeks? weeks? We'll do our normal two, two weeks. weeks. No, no, we got to get back to our normally regular schedule. We got to get back to the schedule. Next week, baby. We're Why? back. We're not beholden to anything. Because it's going to mess up the end of the year. Uh, yeah, that's no. really the thing. It's all about the end of the year. No, well. See you next right. week, guys. Two Let weeks. me figure it out. Two all weeks. Right. Two weeks. One to two weeks. And we're going to do Florin. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Florida. Flora. Flora and Sun. Flora and Sun. Currently streaming on Apple Plus. Yes. Uh, this is the new John Carney film we previously covered once and begin again. Mm. Yes, we, we are. just had a movie come out in 2023, so I said let's do that. Who's gonna Carney like that one over here? This I know, right? This guy, Rick, Sing Street. Like I, I know I'm gonna it. love the soundtrack because I always like the soundtrack. Watch Sing Street. Very good. Until movie. then, I've been your host, Headphone Joe, and I've been here with his right hand man and left, and also me. And Jeremy Tashay. <laughs>